Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. <laughs> Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. We're live. It's Saturday. It is April 8th, 2023. And this is City. And welcome to another edition of City. I'm Will Washington. Different setup. That you're used to for me i'll explain that in a second uh but also here is philip Lindsay. um i like most people are still coping with the fact that roman is still champion <laughs> and the company just makes bafflingly bad decisions but we're uh yeah we'll talk about that shortly and also here is righteous reg always in the building it's your boy media man your favorite rapper your favorite writer your favorite podcaster and uh I'm not surprised about any of that at all. It was just a big laugh. I had a bunch of hearty hearts all week just thinking and seeing all the chaos going on. What a great time in professional wrestling right now. So much going on. There's heat on both sides. Some good, some bad, a lot bad on the other side. Uh, yeah, we're going to get into it, just like you said. <laughs> I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, so like on the topic of the, the Roman thing, um, you know, of course, Dave uh, reported this week that that was the plan all along. Um, <laughs> and, I, it, Dave. Uh, I mean, and maybe it was. I, I know for a fact that certain people, uh, including people in the match, were not informed of this until about two weeks before. Um, and uh, yep. I know, yeah, so there's... 
there's that piece of it. Um, and that was what Dave said. Dave said that, um, you know, it was a decision that was held closely, but it was the plan all along and that, uh, the important people who needed to know didn't know till recently, but <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like the big people in creative, you know, Hunter, Vince, uh, Bruce Pritchard, all those guys, they had made the decision all along. What and a so... sick, sad world to live in to like have your story but not know the ending. You're like, here's all the story, but we're not going to tell you the ending. I mean, there's a, there's a few times that that's done because sometimes you do need your guys to like sell hard that they think they're going to win. And, you know, th- and do whatever you can to, like, not let them boo-boo face this in any way, shape, or form. Like, if they are even under the slightest impression that they're going to win it, they're going to sell hard, right? And then, it's like, as they get closer, like, okay, so just so you know, you're getting pinned. Mm. Uh, you might look a little stupid in the match. and mm. uh, <laughs> They're going to do the same exact finish they've been doing for the last two years. <laughs> it's going to be a pretty regular Roman Reigns match. Uh, yeah, have fun out yeah. there, bud. Yeah, but yeah, I, uh, I just I don't know, man. I, I've had I've had an entire week to think about this, and I thought maybe that you know I overreacted when I thought the first time, and I was like, no, this is stupid. No, I'm still here to tell you this is stupid. Yeah, no. <laughs> after hearing what went on on SmackDown, it sounds like they didn't do anything. Like they didn't continue this story that everybody was saying that you have to write a Bible to Yo. get to. Brian I mean, look, I, I enjoyed SmackDown this week. SmackDown was much better than Raw. And I have to say, folks, I was getting a lot of shit when I was like, uh, sorry, I swore in the first few minutes. So. Wow. Oops. But um, I know. Sorry, YouTube. But uh, actually, sorry, Fightful. But um, so I, I got a lot of grief, I should say, when every time there was a bad WWE thing and I'd say, and everybody would go, oh, this means Vince is back. And I'm like, guys, slow down. Hunter can have bad shows. You know what it's like when Vince is back. And uh, Monday should have been this. Like, there is an absolute contrast to a Vince McMahon run show and a bad show that Hunter puts on. Because a Vince McMahon run show, we saw what that looked like Monday. We saw, I mean, that was a show. That was, you know, that... I did not watch it. Too. This is sounding like something. <laughs> this is sounding like something. Haven't they done this storyline before, but they're just doing it in real life now? <laughs> They've done the they done this and they did the draft. Oh, I'm the guy over here. I'm the guy over here. Our shows are completely different because I'm doing this and then I'm doing this. This is kind of eerie. I bet I it. That's right. The WWE draft is coming back. That's right. Yeah, the WWE drafts that. on my Twitter account are back that I don't post of all these things that I look at and like, yo, this is horrible. But if I post this, people will be mad at me. Um, <laughs> so the drafts are definitely back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's good. all the way. <laughs> yeah. But no, so, um, you know, I, I think that Vince, yeah, they said it was basically classic Vince at Raw this week, that he was going around tearing up scripts, canceling segments in the middle of the segments. Uh, nobody's for sure what happened, but there's that video of Seth Rollins being told something in the ring and then leaving. Uh, and Because he just came out for his entrance and then didn't do anything after that. And uh, something was said to Seth, and there's speculation that he was told, hey, we're just canceling that segment, though. Mm. But yeah, they they um, were changing segments middle of the show. There were women's matches canceled. Like this was classic 
Vince running the show. He came in and was like, all right, I'm doing this, doing this. And so um, I think what's happening now, I think, is a little bit closer to what I believed was happening all along, which is uh, on Friday, Vince was not at the show, um, but that he did kind of give the final say on the the script basically the the show as the format as it was put together he gave he had the final word on it and made some small tweaks um but he was not there running the show and i think that's probably what the case has been probably since like january that it's had vince's fingerprints on it but for the most part hunter was running the show but monday vince ran the show uh shout out to stealing jokes from ibu but it was a case of like they sent Vin- uh, Hunter out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sent Hunter out to cut that promo. When he came back, Vince is just in the chair, and he's like, "Can I got? Can I get my seat back?" And he's like, eh, "Finders keepers." <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you can see all. You can see Vince's touches before this, like the 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 stopping and starting of uh, pushes. Like I thought that was a mm-hmm. big sign that he was back. I mean, the Bobby stuff had had Vince written all over it. The the. Oh, my stuff had Vince written all over I mean, I'll the- say this. Has Hunter had a good track record with Bobby? And I say that in the sense that well, I feel here- like I've been confused Hunter's entire run of Bobby's disposition. I don't know if Bobby's a heel or a face pretty much the entire time Hunter's been there. It, it's yeah. been kind of a, a swap back and forth of like, okay, we need Bobby to do this. So he's going to act a bit heelish, but now he's going to do this and he's going to act faces, which like, don't get me wrong. I actually like ambiguity in professional wrestling. I will be mm-hmm. the first to advocate for um, shades of gray that people just being people. Um, but on a show where that like kind of doesn't exist, uh, I don't know. I've, it's it doesn't feel like Bobby is a standout in that sense. It feels more like we just needed him to be doing whatever we needed him to be doing in this time period. Oh, what what is specifically I think a, a a Vince thing with Bobby is his match all of a sudden getting canceled and they just didn't even bother to book anything else. They just had him mm-hmm. walk out there with a the statue. Um, yeah, uh, that, that that reeks mm. of Vince. The 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 yeah. stop and start push with Oscar reeks of fucking Vince. Like mm-hmm. it's very clear that he doesn't get Oscar and. Like I said, it never will. It's clear as day that some of the stuff that that Triple H wanted to do that got halted, it's Vince. Yeah. I mean, well, so it it sounds um, the way that Meltzer described it, and I think this is probably accurate, is that uh, he said you got to look at Hunter in more of like a Bruce Pritchard type role Mm -hmm. where like Hunter's got the final say. I mean, Vince has the final say. Vince is ultimately going to receive drafts, receive. the show formats, all of that stuff. It's like Hunter is obviously the head of creative. He is the guy putting things together, but Vince has to put the final stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably more accurate. But hey, folks, this is Grapsity. And for those of you who happen to be watching live, we got a couple ways you can interact with the show. First off, we want your super chats. Please donate a super chat. Uh, we love getting your super chats. They really help us uh, keep this show going. And uh, they really help support what we do here. And we always appreciate it. You could be like Deontay, who sent a super chat that says, patiently waiting, all caps, for my boys to come on. It's going down because <laughs> y'all around. And the guns lost their crowns. MJF segment uh, had picking out of my casket. Uh, wait, picking out my own casket, uh, bastard. <laughs> Lo- much love, as always. Have a great day. Thank you, Deontay. Appreciate you, Deontay. 
and of course, you can also send us Humper Chats. Humperchats.com is the way to do that. And We're not talking about the guns. Nobody bring that up. We're I mean, moving it's, on. It's literally the 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 graphic for this show. I literally oh. tweeted that we're gonna get Reg's thoughts on this. What are Damn you talking it. about? I don't ever look at the graphic before we start the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, boy, not uh. to not to not to uh, be inconsistent here, but I said many times <laughs> heading into this podcast that I would feel a way if Oscar lost, and I am I am specifically now in the camp of Oscar should leave. Mm. She should. She should mm. leave that company. I hate mm. her being there. I hate how they book her. She should mm. leave. Yeah, when when you see like I watched uh Mercedes this morning before the show. When you see that going on and you know that what Oscar's capable of, you're like, Yeah, no, you gotta get up out of there, homie. Yeah, I'm 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 I am specifically sick of her losing every big match. I'm I'm mm-hmm. sick of it. At this point, it's just annoying. Like you you book this woman to win the rumble, loses the mania match. Book this yeah. woman to win money in the bank. Doesn't get a money in the bank cash in. Book this woman to win elimination chamber. Completely repackage her. Supposedly make her serious again. And then she just loses again anyway. What is the point? It's uh I'd like to call it Eddie Kingston syndrome now. If we keep if you keep telling us this guy's a loser and then you have him lose, we're gonna eventually think he's a loser. Yeah. If you, I, if you I just, tell me he's a loser and show show me he's a loser, he's a loser. And that's what's going on with Oscar. Like, well, she can win the match before the big match, but she can't win the big match. So it's like Yeah, and, 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 and you know what bothers me even more about it? I feel like they're now in this whole phase of booking for accolades. And yes. it's very clear because Bianca is what a month away from mm-hmm. breaking Becky's record of being the longest reigning raw women's champion. So that's yeah. probably why she won. But my thing is Stop doing that. Stop yeah. booking for accolades <laughs> and fucking book for stories. Like, I, I, I don't know, man. And and, and it and it did not surprise me at all because I I talked to somebody the night of and they were like, oh, it depends on what Oscar will be doing next. I was like, Oscar will not be on the show Monday. And where was yeah. Oscar? Not on, on the, the show, show Monday. Yeah. Uh, we got some more uh, chats. We got this one from Gabe. It says on my way to Seattle and looking forward to seeing Wayne versus Swerve Ooh. tonight. Should be a great match. On a basketball note, uh, we love basketball notes because we'll be talking about those. Uh, looks like we might get that Warriors and Kings first round oh. matchup. Uh, and to that, I say go Dubs. Can't wait for the playoffs. Hashtag grabs. Thank tough you, one. Gabe. Real um, tough one. Yeah. Uh, there's, this is it. This is the end of the regular season this weekend. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I know the Nuggets got the Jazz tonight or tonight, today in it probably will start before the show is over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's going to be a lot going down. Um, and then the Nuggets final game is actually against the Kings tomorrow. And then we got a break before the playoffs mm. begin. Mm. I'm definitely watching some basketball this weekend, baby. It's about to be lit. Everybody's balling out there like the fucking Suns. It's looking tough out here, man. There's some teams that it, at first you didn't think like because for a while will was on here like nuggets 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 but you know it's not you know <laughs> look okay i will say as far as that nuggets and Suns game was concerned that was an extremely close game <laughs> for a game in which none of the nugget starters played jamal murray did not play nicole Jokic did not play aaron gordon did not play um they rested everybody now was that kind of an intentional thing? Like, ah, oh, we don't want these niggas to lose to <laughs> Kevin Durant. So let's, uh, <laughs> but uh, y- y'all can say it. It's fine. No, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But the funny thing was, for the game to be that close, I mean, it came down to literally the end, and uh, the Suns won by four. Uh, but that was a game that was close all game long. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was like back and forth. It was first quarter 25-27, second quarter 30-29. Uh, third quarter, 31 to 33. And finally in the fourth quarter, 29, 30, like so mm-hmm. close all game long. So um, I'm not willing to say, at least as far as that game was concerned, that that's like the definitive proof that the Suns are better that, than the Nuggets. It. I can't, yeah. I can't uh, say that because the I Nuggets didn't start Eight. play any of their starters. Ain't no with Durant. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. It's that's <laughs> uh, uh, pretty scary. This guy just putting up 30 point games in those yeah. last few and just shooting yeah. lights out. Um, yeah. Well, you you know that's the the uh, one of the NBA players with the most to prove all the time. Like just scrutinized his entire career, every single day of his career. So he's like, if I go over to the Suns, I have to win. And so, yes. yeah. Um, speaking of scrutinized um, guys, I feel like the last week or so was a pretty good week for Westbrook and the LA Lakers making this guy out to be a problem. Not only mm. did he demolish the Memphis Grizzlies, but then. These guys came back and beat the Lakers. It felt like the Clippers <laughs> made it a point to beat the Lakers for yes. Russell Russell Westbrook. Um, Snoop and, was mad. Oh, it was <laughs> I mean, 11, 11 and 0 against the Lakers in their last last um, games. Clippers own the Lakers at this point. Um, mm. Yeah, they do. Uh, hey, well, I'd that, like that... your thoughts on uh, Isaiah Thomas real quick before we uh, get up. Listen, Zeke, Zeke got to stop capping, bro. And, I mean, I, I, I said this on Twitter. I think that the guy is one of the best players to come out of the city. Definitely. Top five point guard of all time for sure. Yes. But stop all this capping. Stop all this, hey, well, you know, I want my respect. And, you know, I didn't expect to be bombarded with negativity. Bro, your entire career is negativity. <laughs> oh, every time I hear him Every speak, time negativity. you come up to talk about anything, it's negativity in there, bro. Mm. Like, it, especially when it comes to Jordan. And I just think mm. the fact that after all this time, you're still making excuses for not shaking this guy's hand. And the way that you did not shake Mike's hand, it isn't just that you walked past him after the game was over. Fam, you sheepishly walked past this guy before the game was even over. Yeah. Nah. Mike shook your hand every time that you lost, every time they lost to you, even though you guys were cheating and playing dirty. (laughs) But as soon as they beat you, and not just beat you, beat your asses the fuck out the gym, (laughs) swept your asses four games in a row. You couldn't even shake his hand. Nah, I don't want to hear no more excuses about that, bro. Nah, nah you ain't owe no public. <laughs> you ain't owe no public apology because Mike called you an asshole on on Last Dance. Because guess what? You are an asshole. Sorry. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, yes, Wednesday, Phil, it's do or die. You got the Bulls and the Raptors play in tournament. How are you feeling? Uh. I don't know. I don't think the Bulls should even be in the playoffs, to be honest, because they haven't <laughs> been that good this year. Mm. Um, I think they're probably going to beat the Raptors, if I had to guess, because the Raptors aren't very good. Um, but even if they don't, you're playing for the opportunity to play the Bucks and lose in the first round. Right. So, <laughs> they really matter? Mm. I mean, hey, you get to see, hopefully, four to five games. <laughs> <laughs> four All games. Right. Come on, let's I be mean, serious. <laughs> yeah. you know, I won't go that far. I'll give him a chance in yeah, Chicago, I, I, like in the United States. Chicago, Center, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. Yeah, at it. I mean, I think I think the funnier story coming out of the East is after all of that that the Brooklyn Nets are still in the playoffs. 
Um, yeah. And the Mavs didn't even make the playoffs. People made that big mm. to-do about Kyrie going to Dallas and how that was going to help Dallas. Dallas didn't even make the, make the playoffs. Dallas Tough. lost pretty pathetically to the Bulls this week, and I was just like, I don't know, man. Tough. It might be, uh, might be time to retool. Um, but Again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. If you're Durant, you got to be looking around like, all right, well, it wasn't me. I think it's pretty yeah, clear it wasn't me definitely. why we weren't winning. Um, mm-hmm. I almost single-handedly took this team to the finals. If my toe wasn't on the line, I would have went to the finals with Brooklyn. Right. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and then as far as Wayne versus Swerve tonight, I think that is a match that will have very important implications going forward. And that is the most I will say on that. Watch um, this match, man. Watch the first match. match was crazy. One of the best matches of last year. Like Swerve, Swerve showed that, like, no, I'm back. I'm out here. And Nick Wayne had was incredible. The year that Nick Wayne has had since then to know that he's grown so much in just one year and to know what he could put together, both these guys could put together for this match. It's going to be insane. It's yeah, be that, the match points. they did last year, I think, was a good showcase of what swerve can bring to the table as a heel mm-hmm. and i think that uh yeah we're just gonna see a lot there i know it's been talked about but i mean nick wayne is really right around the corner from his AEW debut and and this uh, is very interesting considering this match that they just announced last night with swerve and darby allen yeah and very we'll talk about that here shortly i have that yeah. here in our topics list uh very but i want to read a few more black phoenix brand says uh happy grapser day fellas thank you i may be in the minority but them not putting the title on cody at mania has made everything about cody sammy and the bloodline and the sammy ko and the bloodlines less special not um, in the minority at all i don't think, I don't think you're in the minority here <laughs> all the way to last night i was sitting watching it and i was like all right this all feels like we are just like in a time machine it just feels like we just went back two weeks like none of this stuff in the last two weeks happened um no nah, when known <laughs> wwe employee ryan satin was like nah they tripping out here that's when i was like all right they really yeah, are tripping out here ryan was like uh maybe uh things would be a little bit fresher if uh cody was champion and i was just like yeah maybe maybe this uh sammy segment would have made more sense where sammy was like hey man every think i told you was gonna happen happened the bloodline's crumbling like nah don't look I like don't the bloodline's so. crumbling buddy they, they just <laughs> helped this guy like win it. a championship on sunday i think they're fine um <laughs> like the mission statement of the bloodline is for roman to be world champion and you guys to help him that's what they did they didn't do anything different than they haven't been doing if if anything it's closer to the initial uh statement of you guys are here to help me. Oh, y'all don't right. have belts? Oh, that's, that sounds like a problem. I still got mm-hmm. my belts. Help me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Lift me up. <laughs> uh, we got a few more. We got, uh, let's see, there's Shot Kid says, uh, Grapsity, is it possible AEW and Warner Brothers Discovery have reached a deal for a TV streaming um, and All In will be the first pay-per-view style show under the deal. Cole did drop that 100 years of Warner Brothers Discovery line on Dynamite during the announcement. Um, that's a lot of speculation from people. Um, mm. I think it... Where is this Warner Brothers deal stuff coming from? Is this just people pulling this out of the air? With I mean, want? well, so Warner Brothers Discovery is going to announce the new streaming service, the the Max, all the details around Max, like, next week. Okay. And so some people are wondering if... All in has anything to do with that. I don't know that it does. Um, but I 
I've so all out is happening as normal. All out's mm-hmm. going to happen Labor Day weekend uh, in Chicago. It's going to be at the United Center, and it is uh, going to be a standard, traditional pay-per-view on Bleacher Report like all the others have been. And so that begs the question of, are they doing all-in and all-out back-to-back as pay-per-views? And I think it's pretty safe to assume not, Um, just thinking about the fact that every other AEW pay-per-view announcement has included the pay-per-view details immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Forbidden Door, you know, they announced Toronto, and then uh, right after, it says, and then the pay-per-view will be available on Bleacher Report. Right. Um, and Double or Nothing, same deal. But this here has no announcement as far as where the show is watchable. And mm-hmm. so that's leading people to wonder, what could this mean? Is there a new place it's going to be? Is it just going to be a TV special? Who knows? But at the moment, All In does not sound like it's going to be distributed the same way. All Have you guys seen Chuck Norris lately? He's still kicking butt, staying active well into his 80s. What's even more shocking is he looked more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix it with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike the other green drinks out there, this one tastes exactly like strawberry lemonade, has hundreds of five-star reviews. I love the taste of this. I love the way that I feel after drinking it. I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. Body looks leaner. I have energy all day. I just feel younger. And the flavor is so much better than other green drinks. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful for up to 44% off your regular price order. Every purchase is packed with a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, boost of energy, and overall a healthier body, go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash Fightful today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Out is one week later. So this is all speculation at the moment. Um, yeah. There's speculation in the company as far as that's concerned. And uh, who knows what that actually turns out to be. I think we'll find out soon enough. We're still We're a month still away. We're still pretty far out from all this stuff. So like yeah. Yeah, everybody's just kind of – I think people are just kind of hoping for things with the – the streaming service people just want that thing to happen so bad so they're just like is it gonna happen is it gonna happen <laughs> right um so there's a lot of talk right now uh overall in and the fact that the, you know the announcement was and i had heard a couple of hours before the show 
that it was going to be uh, at Wembley. No, I heard the day before. I heard that the Tuesday was when mm-hmm. I heard that it was going to be at Wembley. Now, my assumption when I heard Wembley was, oh, that must mean Wembley Arena. They don't mean Wembley Stadium. No, that, that cannot. sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds crazy. Wembley Stadium, 90,000 people. No, they mean Wembley Arena. You know, it's a standard arena. That makes sense. And even still on Tuesday, everybody kept saying Wembley, Wembley, Wembley. And I'm like, okay, but this, this clearly means Wembley Arena. Uh, and even when I had talked to Denise about it, I was like, yeah, I think it's going to be Wembley Arena. And yeah. then I got the date like an hour before uh, Dynamite. And I was like, wow, week before All Out. Uh, that's that's interesting. Um uh, to run two arena shows like that. And then again, even when Adam Cole said <laughs> Wembley Stadium, even when like, he said it in my brain, it went to the arena because I was like, there's no way they're talking about the stadium with 90,000 people in it. My brain yeah, like, went to the arena first. Like SummerSlam 92 is still one of the coolest visuals in the history of professional wrestling. Like mm-hmm. there's, uh, even as you know, WWE has run multiple other stadiums since then, even as they've, uh, had crazy cool stages there's still nothing like just a giant sea of people and it's still one of the coolest visuals they've ever done and so they did announce Wembley Stadium now do I think AEW is going to sell 90,000 tickets no uh I wouldn't think so but have I been proven wrong a million times with every single uh you know uh, to shout out to the um with the Tiger Style videos, but um, the whew, that video that says, you know, the whole all in can AEW or can the Bucks and Cody sell 10,000 tickets? No. And then it turns out, yeah, they did. And then it was like, oh, well, can they sell out the United Center? No. And then they did twice. And then it's like, oh, well, can they sell Arthur Ashe Stadium? No. And then they did. And so on one end, I suppose. Doubting all of this is certainly proven wrong over time. So I'm not willing to definitively say no because here we are four years into a company that's consistently kind of knocked those expectations down. Uh, But I will say that if they're able to pull off, say, even Mm -hmm. $50,000, because, again, I think there's ways you can make that look good. Look at SummerSlam last year. SummerSlam looked great last year, right, in the yeah. uh, in Nashville. It was only half the, the stadium. The other half mm. literally had the SummerSlam logo tarped across the entire other half of the stadium. Mm-hmm. And that was it. You could, They only used half the stadium for SummerSlam last year. Look good. There's ways you can shoot that. Yeah. Um, you probably won't be able to get that giant aerial shot, but you'll be able to do some stuff to make it look good. So I think... There's ways to make that look great, but that would be the biggest AEW show by far if they put up fifty thousand people. I mean, I'll give you another milestone, Reg. Do you know what the biggest number a lone advertised WCW show ever pulled off? I'm guessing the Georgia Dome. You're correct, and Mm. that was about forty-one to forty-two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, was the biggest they ever pulled off. So to that would, if they pulled off over 41,000, would be the largest non-WWE show produced by an American wrestling company. Ever. Ever. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I think it's a cool announcement. I saw everybody was like, oh, there's no way they're going to sell out the stadium. Listen, it's not my business to know if they're going to do that. Again, I am not a numbers guy. I've made that very clear. I don't mm-hmm. really care if they sell out the stadium. Um, I just think it's cool. I do think it's really I do cool. Think, I do think it's very interesting that um, the timing of these things, um, me asking that question and then watching watching the gears turn in, in, in uh, Tony's head when I asked, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's got something planned. I I think it was me. funny that his facial expression, when you said all in, and, like, Tony has a good poker face sometimes, and sometimes he'll do that eyebrow thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> when Phil said all in, and you see the gears turning in Tony's head, and we're like, <laughs> hmm. Why that event did you just bring up, Phil? <laughs> of all events to bring up, why'd you bring up all in? Phil, what do you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I knew when he came and, and he and he had that look on his face. And he was like, that, "That's an excellent question." I was like, "Yeah, he's got something." I just didn't know when, but uh, I think I think it's a good idea to use all in again now that you have the now that you have the rights to the library and it is yep. the five year anniversary coming up, so it is a good idea to do something to commemorate it. And I think you know. I, this is a good sign. I hope they use All In for something else um, next year as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, the All In is is his name now. You know, he, uh, as I, I talked about this on um, Ask Rhapsody, but the, you know, the, the original trademark of All In was registered in May of 2018, I believe, by mm-hmm. uh, the Young Bucks and their DBA, Killing the Business, Inc. And uh, that's the original trademark um that was applied to all in they owned it and 2020 they turned that trademark over to tony khan so he's had all in as a name since 2020 mm-hmm. um i don't know if money exchanged hands for that i assume so because i would think so yeah <laughs> I, I assume tony <laughs> bought that but there's no way i can prove that the only thing i can prove is that the name went from you can see in 2020 it moved from killing the business inc to all elite wrestling uh, you think they about to let a billionaire son have a thing for free? Hell no! Gotta <laughs> <laughs> <Nah. laughs> cake me nah. up, homeboy. Yeah, this, but so this th- does that, this does add though to the to the speculation around everything for the last few months that it seemed like they were planning to bring a certain somebody back, and and the timing uh, of all in and hmm. and trying to fill out that big of a stadium. It does seem like now that report it's kind of true. Yes, I would uh, think the homeboy would have to be on the card for sure. Um, and even if he's not on that card, I mean, a week later, they're also trying to hit uh, the United Center. Mm-hmm. And they've sold that arena out twice. But I am of the belief that both times were centered around CM Punk. Uh, even when people say Forbidden Door, Punk wasn't on that card. People didn't know that when they bought the tickets. People no. fully thought that he was going to be defending the AEW World Championship at Forbidden Door. That was the understanding and the idea everybody had in their heads in, in, when in they Chicago. bought those tickets in Chicago. Yeah, yeah which is so why they, I think part of the reason it's in Toronto this year because I think Kenny's going to have a big match on that card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think they've ever tried to fill United Center without thinking Punk would be there. Mm-hmm. And even if he wasn't there the second time, the tickets went on sale with him around. Uh, so I, I agree with that. Um, so it, it is interesting, though, because... Um, a stadium show, really, in any regard, just thinking about how little that's been attempted outside of WWE. And uh, I've said a million times, I'm not a fan of stadium shows. I hate attending them. Um, oh, Phil probably had a good time at WrestleMania. Uh, mm-hmm. I cannot stand stadium shows. It's too many people. Um, I think 
it like drives my anxiety up a wall to be at stadium shows and uh i just i prefer an arena like you know i live in arenas right like mm-hmm. i go to basketball games all the time on the other hand i've maybe been to like three nfl games in my life uh, but other than that but i've been you can count i don't know thousands of basketball games probably not thousands but i've been to mm-hmm. a lot of basketball games because i just i love the arena experience i love how much easier it is to get like a chant going um and it just it feels like uh the sound experience to me is better because the sound doesn't travel out it mm-hmm. it travels in and so i prefer the arena but i know that stadiums are a a milestone thing and they are uh an accomplishment for sure yeah i mean so i mean wrestlemania was a good time at four first four first wrestlemania can't have too many complaints night two had its uh weird decisions but um i felt like night one was really good i thought night one was very good i I think night one's an all-timer to be honest i liked it only thing i hated on night one was cena and theory i think that um i sleeper i hate hate that match more (laughs) i hate that match more every time i think about it not just like the result but like the ending john cena just as reg was alluding to being (laughs) The He's loudest so man loud. on planet. <laughs> I, you know, it was a running gag for a long time that Cena was just really loud with ring chatter, and he, um, he's like the worst at telegraphing what's coming. <laughs> we like, can I, see you and hear you, John Cena. I know you got the whole can't see me thing, but we can see and hear you when you're calling spots, dude. Like I always <laughs> think about the ending to WrestleMania 24 or the match, uh, the Cena Triple H and Orton match, and the finish where Cena takes a pedigree, and then after the pedigree, uh, the ma- the move that was supposed to take Cena out—that's the move he was pinned by—but he couldn't help but then turn his head and look off to see if Randy Orton's ready for the next spot. And Randy Orton then punched Triple H, and then Cena's like, okay, now I can be knocked out. And I'm like, oh, my God, stop it. Uh, (laughs) Like, that's just John Cena in those matches. But the thing is, that theory match, I think, like, originally I walked away from it, and I was just like, that was a match. Like, it wasn't remarkable at all. And then I thought, oh, but, like, this was a match that was supposed to put over theory in so many ways. And I felt by the end of it didn't. Um, and I say that because like, obviously beating scene at WrestleMania on paper is a big deal. And as long as we can think about it on paper, that's an accolade, but that's like the way Cena's lost on raw a million times mm-hmm. with like the whole Cena had him beat. He tapped him out to the STF. Uh, and then Cena's like, oh, a one? Oh, what's this referee doing over here? Let me just wake him up over here and then get low blowed and then hit with a whack finisher. And Trash. so, like, we've seen that. We've seen, That's how Carlito beat John Cena. Like, Trash. it's not to say that really anybody has ever been, benefited from that finish with John Cena. Uh, and that's the issue I have there is that uh, there have been plenty of times Cena has legitimately put guys over and it has benefited them greatly kevin owens is my favorite example of that Mm -hmm. aj styles those are times that they put somebody over john cena and that's the last time john cena had fun because he's been 
sleepwalk <laughs> all these appearances that he's he, had. He, he had. He had fun with Bray at WrestleMania 30. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Leave this podcast right now. He had, a, he had a blast. He got to go and dress up as uh, Hollywood Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan and all these other things. And, and only take three bumps. Yeah, it was a great yeah, time. He had a blast at that match. <laughs> Cena, stay at home, dude. Be the peacemaker. Yeah. Fast uh, number 19. We're good. We like that stuff. This WWE stuff, awful. Stop Speaking of now. which, I watched, um, I don't know how, but I, uh, after a workout yesterday, that's what it was, I like kind of <laughs> laid down on the couch and I turned the TV on and it was on TNT and I'm like, oh, whatever, I, I got stuff to do tonight, so I'm just going to take a nap here. I ended up watching Fast Five on TNT and then after that was over, for whatever reason, Fast Seven came on and it confused me for a second because I'm like, this isn't. That's a really big jump that they just made. Uh, and I was struggling to recall if this was Fast 6 or not. But I'm like, it can't be Fast 6 because of the way Fast 5 ended. And then in Fast 7, at the very beginning, they're just like, oh, look, it's Letty. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Fast. Why would you play these in that order? You literally just jumped the whole movie. Anyway, I, I said all this to say, I love Fast and Furious movies. Those movies are fucking great. <laughs> That's where you were going with this? I, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. I know people are like, oh, in this series. No. And they're like, oh, the series. They're like, this series has lost its way over the last few years. No, the series gained its way, all right? <laughs> I don't want no damn street racing movies. I want these movies to go to space. I want yeah, them to bring aliens no. into these movies. I want them to bring all of that shit. It's not 2001 anymore, dude. It's not about street racing. It's about fucking flying a, a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> You never had me. You never had your spaceship. Yeah, when people say, nah, these movies stopped being about street racing. Good. All right, these movies got great when when The Rock came in and you started having enhanced super soldiers and memory loss and all of that shit. When you went over the top, that's when these movies got good. Fast Five, hot take. Fast Five is the first good one. You know, The Rock be talking a lot in, like, Young Rock and all this about, like, how he was held down, not a prima donna and all, all these things. But he just comes and changes every franchise that he's a part of. <laughs> every franchise he's a part of is The Rock. At first it was like, oh, no, I mean, he's, a, he's a, he, a, a side he, character on Fast and Furious. And then now it's like, he is Fast and Furious. I mean, he came in and he jobbed in that first movie to Vin, uh, even though it made no sense for him to lose, lose to Vin Diesel. In that That's movie. probably what he said, too, I'm sure, to the script writers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, on Austin. That's probably why he came in and was like, all right, I just lost in Fast and Furious. I need to beat somebody. Hey, Vince, <laughs> I'm coming in to beat John Cena. <laughs> Baby? I don't know. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, on Austin Theory thing, I. The, I don't think it bothered me as much, A, because I didn't expect it to be this great match. My expectations yes. weren't high in it to begin with. Mm-hmm. But I did sit there for a second and go, man, Austin Theory really like kind of made us think he was going to have this, this showing by beating this guy fairly. And he was, he was going to beat these allegations that he, does, he gets everything by shortcuts. And then he just took a shortcut again. I was like... <laughs> Hey man, didn't Kevin Owens say don't do this? Hey man, and not, great, and not even great, like great, great heel move in my opinion. Because I was like, hey, he kind of flipped what everybody thought he was going to do and just cheated again. And yeah. so I, and I guess personally, I'm looking at it like I think Theory right now is so much better than he was months ago. Totally. Um, that 
I can I can live with it. Do I think it was a great match? No. Do I think that this means Theory is next up? Absolutely not. No. But I do think that. <laughs> but I do think that he's a, he's a much better character than he's been um, on a for main sure. Roster. I agree with that. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I I think he's been doing some of his best work. I think uh, somebody needs to help him out with that beard. Um, and that but... finish. His finish sucks. Oh my god. That. whatever it is like that's not that's a transitional move bro that's not how you beat people in matches that is not a good finish at all so bad um i'm begging anybody who's taking it to just like land on your feet yeah (laughs) (laughs) you You can get right out of there dude. you can get right out of it if you just stand up i hate it yeah, uh, but no, otherwise, uh, after that, like, night one was just like, bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam. It was like uh, that tag match. That tag um, match was crazy. Tag that match was crazy. Star press was too. nuts. Yeah, that yeah. was dope. Yeah. No, I, I honestly, I think that the main event, um, I agree with five-starring that. I yeah. gave it my best of the week on after the week last week. I think that's an all-time WrestleMania ending. Uh, that's I think... everything pro wrestling is about right there like every element that you would want for a great story a great match a great finish great crowd great tributes like all everything yeah five stars yeah. all around amazing absolutely i thought it was you know i i even kind of tear up at the idea of thinking about how you know the usos have you know probably grew up wanting to be professional wrestlers and saw themselves so. as a tag team mm-hmm I don't think there's anybody on earth who saw themselves as a tag team, who knew that their future was as a tag team, and saw themselves main eventing WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it, it doesn't even tag sound teams right. don't do that, especially them who were held off so many WrestleManias, couldn't even get on the card. So imagine uh-huh. going from not being able to get on the show to being able to main event the show. Like even thinking about KO and Sami Zayn, and the idea that the two of them. Uh, probably said to each other, hey, we'll main event WrestleMania one day. Mm-hmm. But at best, that probably meant against each other. Yeah. Not not f- fathomable that it would be together as a team in the main event of WrestleMania, getting a big finish. I thought, you know, those back-to-back-to-back halluva kicks, uh, follow, like that was such a satisfying conclusion. And just them celebrating with the belts, crowd singing Sammy's theme. Dude, I think I that's would, up there with Brian. That's an all-timer ending to WrestleMania. I watched those guys do this down the street in a very <laughs> tiny place, Reseda, California. I watched these guys do what they just did at WrestleMania in front of 400 people. And... I don't even know, like what you said, I don't even know if it's true because I think for a long time, Kevin Owens was like, I'm never going to, uh, talking to Kevin Steen, it's like, I don't, I'm not going to be in WrestleMania, never going to be in the WrestleMania main event. Man, Hella people shout, told him, shout out not to gonna, Kevin Owens. Main yeah, event in WrestleMania, two years in a row. Two times two in, years a row. in a row. Why, one of them was with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's crazy. That's crazy. Stone Cold, the person that he saw in the airport and asked, do you have advice for me, Mr. Stone Cold? And Stone Cold said, keep talking that shit. And he talked that shit all the way up into a match with him. And then next year, with his best fucking friend, he main evented and won the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships. Like, that just sounds crazy to me. And I love to the pwg on their tights and everything this was just like a perfect moment. yeah beautiful, man. Beautiful yeah. Stuff. Uh, shout, shouting out the briscoes in the press conference afterwards. oh man especially especially after we seen mark 
just spill his guts the night before in the press yes. conference. He was making me just cry a, in that press conference. I'm yeah, sitting in amazing. the back row. I'm sitting in that back row. If you guys haven't seen Mark Briscoe at the uh, Super Card of Honor um, media scrum, my God, I mm. get me and look, out of I'm here. Not, I'm not bed. a religious guy whatsoever, and but I I recognize what it does for um, for individuals and uh, when they need it, and you know the the question of how he can remain in such good spirits around you know, the death of his brother and mm-hmm. the way he talked about it, man, it got me. It got me really good. I, I actually, I started to raise my hand for a question and I'm like, do I want to ask that? I don't know yeah, if I uh, want to ask because uh, mm-hmm. the question I had in mind. So uh, Mark Briscoe had talked about how, you know, and Jay's final days, he Jay was fairly at peace because they knew they were working Supercard of Honor. They were literally on the poster for Supercard of Honor, mm-hmm. but they had no idea who they were facing. And there's a piece of me that wanted to ask Tony, what did you have in mind? Because I know you, Tony. You. He definitely you had not, that written up somewhere or in his Yeah, brain. you don't. I know that Tony's yeah. not one to necessarily tip his hand, but, you know, that notepad of his has everything mm-hmm. that he's got planned out for the future. Yeah. And I was curious. I wanted to know. You know, he I, he did reveal on the call the day before that uh, he had Will Ospreay in mind. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we kind of broke the news yeah. that uh, uh, that Excuse the per, that the person Will Ospreay was going to face at Supercard of Honor was going to be Kanosuke Takeshita. Uh, and so that's a that's a huge one. Right. And yeah. so, like, we know Tony Khan had matches planned for Supercard of Honor that for one reason or another didn't materialized and there was a piece of me that was like do i want to ask that or is this not the right place and ultimately i was like hand it wasn't the right yeah right i'm place. like not the right place yeah but uh i would have been curious to know what tony khan did have in mind for the briscoes going into um super card of honor mm-hmm. yeah i mean i don't know as far as as far as trips i felt like la was pretty amazing like i just feel like um Oh, of course you would feel that way. You ain't get toilet water in your phone. You ain't get stuck there an extra day. Sorry. And we about to beat them allegations because Phil was at WrestleMania. He was down on the floor and he was in the presser. Them allegations are beat, baby. WWE, AEW shields no more, baby. We on the other side. What's up? What y'all got to say? Listen, <laughs> I... I uh, I spoke about a goal that I have this year. I spoke about my mission statement going into L.A. and what I am yep. attempting to do. You executed, boy. You was outside. I'm close. Yeah. I'm close. I, and I, your I, interview I, with uh, Ariane, how was that? You was outside, too? Your little WrestleMania review. That picture, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> I was on the floor. On the floor. <laughs> Listen, um, one, of, one of my big beliefs in, in everything that I do is – just be yourself. Don't be any. Don't be what anybody <laughs> yes, else right. wants you to be. Don't exactly. don't do what everybody else is doing. And so when I was I was standing there afterwards, um, DS was like, "Yeah, he wants he wanted to do like the Swankadactyls pose." And so Ariane was like, "Well, we can't all th- all three do it." And I was like, "Just do it. I got it. I'll I'll, I'll react to you guys doing it." And so. Um, I was worried you were going to be Brodus Clay in that sense, and I'm yeah, glad you no. chose something else. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> choosing it, it, another it, route. And it, it worked out. But no, Ariane was great. I thought uh, getting to review WrestleMania with her was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Getting to review it in, in LA and, and do that live was awesome. Uh, that was part of the reason that I wanted to stay till Monday because DS was just like, 
what are you doing Monday? Can you do this review with me? And I was like, dude, I'm going home Saturday. And so he was like, <laughs> he was like, I'll just stay till Monday. And this was before, you know, I had made plans to go to WrestleMania. So that was part of the reason I stayed in LA till uh, Monday. But no, it ended up being a really good trip. Um, I, it's very rare that um, most of my friend groups got get to dis, get, get to interact like that and intersect and just getting to see so many people. Um, Man, the amount of people that showed love is just like immeasurable, mm. man. Like Insane. the amount of just fans that said, stopped and said hello, the amount of other media people that I saw that were just like super excited to see me or I was excited to see them, the amount of friends that I don't get to see all the time that I got to see in person, like it was great. I know, WrestleMania week is always a big like family reunion type it's deal and week. it's always great. Yeah, it's friends mm-hmm. week. Um, and that's what makes WrestleMania week always yeah, worth it. I would, it, I would say I didn't have a great experience, but the um, uh, the people always make it great. But look, uh, for me, it rains when it rains, it fucking pours. And uh, that's what I was going to talk about with the change in my setup, because uh, part of the reason, and I tweeted about this, that my setup has changed. And I had some people compliment it. They were like, actually, you should keep it that way. But the reason it's changed is because I had my water heater go out. And it didn't just go out, but it just decided to spring a leak and... Uh, there's water, there was water everywhere. It's, it's still in the process of being cleaned up. Um, but as a result, I had to move the arcade and move these shelves. So they're all moved closer to this shot. And, but I did have somebody tweet that they were like, actually, I kind of like the arcade and the shot. And I kind of like seeing the game behind you and you should change the game out every week. So this time now I have street fighter two, uh, it's going to come across ready, ready turbo. Uh, and that's specifically the Japanese version of street fighter two turbo. So, um, the ways you'll notice the difference is, is when you see M. Bison get highlighted and it says Vega, or you see Balrog get highlighted and it says M. Bison, or you see Vega get highlighted and it says Balrog. That's because of their original Japanese names, uh, which is always interesting to me, right? Because like the whole controversy around changing their names was that the character we know as Balrog was named Mike Bison, but they thought that was too close to Mike Tyson. Because mm-hmm. it was, it was he was based yeah. off of Mike Tyson, and they named him Mike Bison, and uh, that was <laughs> the blood and, version of uh, Mike Tyson, Mike Bison, gang banging, and so they were like, uh, "We can't do that. Uh, that could get us sued." So, like, literally, a boxer named Mike Bison is mm-hmm. way too close. Wait, and, they would definitely would have came for that money. <laughs> so they were like, "All right, let's just." swap some names around so the character we know is mike bison is lord vega in japan but they were like all right so he's now m bison even though thinking that that character's name is mike bison like mm-hmm. weirds me out sometimes yeah <laughs> and then they're like well then actually we're gonna make the boxer balrog which then leaves our cage fighter as i guess now he's vega mm-hmm and so that's that's the story behind that change for those of you who don't follow Street Fighter. But the interesting thing is that the American name stuck everywhere else in the world. So literally, it's just in Japan that uh, those characters have those names, mm-hmm. uh, which are their original names because it's a Japanese game. Right. But literally everywhere else in the world, it's it's those. But yeah, I'll keep changing the game out. Maybe I will keep the arcade there. It's It's a pretty good shot there. Um, but yeah. really, it's just because I've had another water mishap in my house. This is Son like the fifth. And I asked my plumber, I was like, why do I keep having all these water issues? Is there something overall I should be looking at? And he goes, 
tell me what the issues are. And I told him each one, and he goes, nah, those are all unrelated, dog. Uh, he's Damn. like, there. he said, you're just having a string of bad luck, honestly, because um, he's like, I could check your water pressure, and he did. And he's like, but your water pressure is fine. It's all the same. Uh, he's like, everything is correct. You're just having a string of bad luck all around the same time. Damn. So, because yeah, the last thing I had was a pipe burst um, when the and it flooded this basement, and I just had my drywall replaced. I just had new carpet put in. All of this is brand new, so for it to be fucked up again and to have to be out, folks, please send in your super chest. Yes, I just, <laughs> I just did some mental math. Mm-hmm. This last week between the WrestleMania thing, my phone thing, and the water stuff, I'm out five thousand dollars this week. Oh my! <laughs> so, so it's it's not a great week right now. Uh, and... I'd be on my way to Mia's house right now if I was out five thousand dollars. I'm staying, <laughs> Mom. Get my bed ready because I <laughs> that's crazy out here. Yeah, I'm out five thousand dollars between. This has been not a great week for life is crazy. Yeah, stuff like this. So send in your super uh, chat, your humper chat. So get us uh, those super chats. Smiles, all this yeah, shit. I mean, <laughs> look, and I've I've said to you this to you in person. Hey, I understand it does suck that you didn't get to go home, but man, would that Friday have been the same if you went home? No, it would not have been the same. No, if you had been and, home. no. and honestly, I I I will say this is probably the kindest thing I will say on a show that she's not on because. Uh, when she's on them, I'm going to be mean. But um, shout out Denise for making the trip easier because yeah. having somebody who lives in L.A., um, who at multiple times I was like, look, I can get a hotel. I'm happy to get a hotel. And she's like, no, 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 stay. You stay mm-hmm. here. You're good. I'm like, are you sure? And granted, I woke up in a shrine to Taylor Swift, <laughs> but uh, that picture is legit. That's where I woke up. And you look around, and it's just like Taylor Swift everywhere. And I'm like, I'm going to remember that. If anybody ever needs to stay in Denver, y'all are waking up in the, the shrine to Mariah Carey. Nah. <laughs> I, uh, but <laughs> nah, but and, uh, sh- shout out to my homie Henry, too, for putting me up in L.A. Uh, L.A., uh, I have so many friends, great things yeah, going it's... on. Los Angeles is just cool. Everybody's super cool. They were cool the entire time. People coming up to me, Phil and I had some very wild conversations about people being like, your tweets. <laughs> Yo, no. I would, one said, I would. I tell my staff not to, but you guys just keep going for it. I'm like, yeah, no, we, we no, be tweeting. No, the, the, the direct quote was, um, hey, enjoy your podcast. Enjoy your Twitter fights. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, look, one guy said, "Hey, Reg, I really love your t- your tweets. They're very honest." And then he just walked off. I was like, "Okay, yep. hey, <laughs> nah, if but- I, if all I have to do is be real and be me, that's great. That's what people were telling me all week. You're so honest. You're this. I can't believe you get to tweet what you want. I'm like, is everybody not? Is is are is are it's, people it's faking people on the internet? That ain't, that ain't awesome, there are man. people faking Boy, on the internet, dude. That's don't, crazy. Don't, don't let me get into people live. being being dishonest and putting hey, on fronts. There's people out here that's being dishonest, but oh uh, yeah, no, I I was told directly by somebody who is incredibly dishonest that he they are a dishonest person. That I'm dishonest. Um, I'm being dishonest. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And so um, that was uh 
Yeah, that, or whatever. We, Look, and that we, we just came up. No, I'm just gonna say that that just came up on Twitter yesterday, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need to get into any of that. But uh... <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. But like, like, like I said, LA was great. Um, got to see, got to see a lot of friends. Got to hang out with my guy Reg almost every day. Um, hey, some Roscoe's. To... That Roscoe's was crazy. Roscoe's was crazy. Uh, uh, shout out to my boss Eball hanging out with us mm-hmm. all, uh, for the last few days as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to see a lot of great wrestling. Listen, man, the only thing that sucked about you not getting there in time will is that you missed that that uh, Vikingo Commander oh. person because that was yeah, I've been dreaming. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of the card. You know what I ended up doing? So I watched Super Card of Honor when I found out I was going. Like I said, I texted a friend um at AEW when i got stuck at the airport i was like all right i'm going to the show and uh and so i ended up getting to go to said show and when i on my way there the uber said it's going to be like still 45 minutes till i get there and i'm like damn i'm gonna miss a lot of the show so i pulled the show up on my phone and i was watching it on my phone on the way so uh i started watching like right around the end of the commander match uh commander and uh vikingo and then i did see like the women's match and i saw the uh the six-man tag on my phone now i watched it on my laptop i watched it on my laptop in uh and it was funny because the uh my uber driver's like trying to talk to me and i got these headphones in and i'm like (laughs) i'm really trying to watch this show you know what's dope what we were up there in the box with uh not the box but the press place with denise was sitting next to us watching denise watch mexican wrestlers is like watching me watch black wrestlers so it's like like a great such a great experience because she's extra hype like she likes all the wrestling denise like likes wrestling as well but when there's Mexican wrestlers, when the Lucha Bros are doing their thing during the ladder match, she's like, yeah, she's on fire, man. That shit. Good, good times, man. Good times up there. No, man. Just great wrestling, man. Yeah. Uh, that was a that ended up being mostly a great night. Like, obviously, yeah. I did not plan on being stuck in L.A. And uh, for anybody wondering, because I did get some questions about that. How was my daughter's performance? It was uh, it was good. It was real good. Yeah. I have some feelings about it, but um, this ain't the platform for it. Actually, kind of is. <laughs> it can be. Look, no, because I already said this. I already said this. Off. I already said this on after the week. My daughter did not get the lead role in that. She auditioned oh, for it and didn't I get it. See what this is. But I'm gonna say, and I know this is probably a biased parent saying this. I think. <laughs> She didn't get the lead role because she's not white. And uh, and, uh, and before and before anybody before anybody picks a bone with that, the lead role in that uh in it was Wednesday. Obviously, it was the Adams family. And after I heard the kid who got it singing, I thought nah, Veda killed those songs. Like I I've heard Veda sing those a million times and I thought not nah, They'd have sang those better. I think there's like trying to just look at it objectively. I thought Veda sang it better, but casting for Wednesday Adams. I think that they went with somebody who looks more like Wednesday Adams, Mm -hmm. which obviously my daughter isn't, doesn't look like Wednesday Adams, but I think they went for somebody who looks more like Wednesday Adams, despite who actually had the better singing voice and dancing ability. 
And yeah. so that's – so I <laughs> watched it. And it, I was, there was a piece of me that was just like a little miffed. I'm like, Veda still did good, and I'm really proud of her. And I'm really proud of her for still taking the role she got and owning it. But I think she would have owned Wednesday there. I think, like, look, I'd have put some pale makeup on her and put her in a black wig. We'd have pulled that off. But uh, that is It'd be just like how that. I felt about it coming out of yeah. it. Hey, on, so, and on, uh, I wanted to say one last thing on the uh, main event, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus da, 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 the da, da, da. Usos. They also play, paid some silent tributes because they did bring up the Briscoes, but that was a Nick and Matt Jackson tribute match as fuck if I've were, ever seen one. They didn't say <laughs> nothing out loud. They didn't say they didn't. They didn't I, I, say, saw, they, I saw it too. I saw that it was too. a Nick and Matt Jackson tribute match. If I've ever seen one, they definitely played pay tribute to those boys. We saw it. I, I uh, seen it. Um, but I again, I will say that just being there in person, seeing the match in person, it was just like, yeah, this is awesome. Just seeing all of these things that I love about about wrestling connecting in one main event, seeing those guys get their moment. I know that some people were like, hey. This Charlotte match was actually pretty good. Maybe she was right. Maybe she should have made event it. No, I still disagree. Nah, I still yeah, think I the d- right match, dis- right match, made event it. I yeah. think Charlotte Rhea was very, very good. Great match, but, I, I, but, and, and, and it was very good. I mean, Ric Flair is out here sounding like me talking about my daughter should have made event it. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but <laughs> like Rick. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> I, am, yeah. I am right there with we, you, as you we, just we heard four it, minutes but, ago. But, but yeah, I, I, um, and you have plenty of reason to be proud of, of Charlotte. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah exactly. I had. I only had one complaint about that match, and I complained about it that night on the Fightful Post Show, which was that I think Charlotte should have sold in the end. I think her sitting up and kind of giving that like chuckle. I don't like, I don't like that finish either. No, I don't, I don't like you that. Got, you got one on me, up on me, kid. Yeah, good no, job. I, I don't like no, that finish. No. Yeah, no, I I don't like that. With that finish. There's plenty mm-hmm. of other finishes I would have liked that in. Even a small package victory, that's where you do that. But, like, she when she got... big finish. When she got... <laughs> well, she got knocked out on the ring post. She was out, and mm-hmm. then she took the finish. No, you yeah. sell after that. That's it. Yeah. You just... That should have just been her selling and Rhea standing over her with the belt because she took a big finish. That's not a 10 seconds later be like, ah, you got me kind of finish. And that, that because all was... these youngsters got to get their shit in every time. Got to get their shit <laughs> yeah, in. I, I'm going to lose, but I got to get my moment also. It's, I'm oh, not mad at it, Charlotte. How, Charlotte I'm not, not mad. How, how did I forget that one of the best things about night one is, is watching my guy have that great entrance. And while it was happening, my phone was just going off constantly. It was like, yo, feels right. And I was just like, <laughs> It's all right. I was sitting in the box and I was watching it. I was watching this guy get the one of the loudest reactions of the night. And I was just like, wait, we're talking about our guys having entrances. Ja getting a, oh, yeah. a spot. <laughs> shout out to Ja. Yeah, shout, shout out to Ja, to ja who got yeah. to appear at WrestleMania in, uh, in uh, Dominic's Dude, entrance. Somebody we interviewed was on WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. And, and I saw him the next day and I, I talked to him. It was, it was great. Um, Shout out to Ja. Um, shout out to Dom too. Dom had a great night. I thought his entry was really cool. I thought yep. him and Ray had one of the better matches of the night. They did. Um, Ray had an awesome entrance. Um, one of the oh best yeah, that was my weekend. favorite thing. They brought it back and then on Wednesday fucked it up. Yeah, again. but yeah, that Snoop Dogg <laughs> shit was tight. Great, great fuck. entrance. Um, it. yeah. Look, night one was a lot of fun. Night two was a lot of fun too. Like 
listen, I know that I am also I'm being a little bit salty because my favorite wrestler lost, and I'm a big Oscar yeah. fan, but being able to be on the floor and watch Oscar and Bianca wrestle and have a great match at that. And then Bianca had that, that Beyonce entrance. entrance. Oh my that was, goodness. Um, that was gracious. awesome. So get, getting to be amazing. there for that was really cool. Um, and I think, you know, say what you want about, you know, the way that they booked Bianca story wise. I think that the legacy she's created at WrestleMania is special. Like Smart. no other black woman has done this. Um, and every yeah. time she does it, she brings a little bit of the culture with her every time. Yeah. Like, Getting getting to the main event with Sasha uh, three years ago, and then coming mm. with TSU in Dallas, and then bringing mm. the diva to Compton in in, mm. in Inglewood. Like, shout out to Bianca, man. I think She's it's amazing. Not just that, it's not just that she represents us so well. She always takes a step to bring somebody else with her and bring other yep. people for it. And I love that. And again, I I did want Oscar to win, but I can't say enough great things about Bianca, man. Um, Forever champion, Bianca Belair. Yeah, she's amazing. To have this run and uh, all three matches, you know, the the result kind of sucked for Phil, but the match, bang, though. And so for her (laughs) to have three killer WrestleMania matches to stand on, on top of what Phil was saying, bringing the culture here, it's like, yo, she is a tremendous role model. Yeah, And I I think, like, it would be one thing if I felt like Oscar lost and it was just a bad match. This was a really good match. I thought the story yep. of them doing like, you know, uh, someone using their power game against a technical wrestler was really good. And the finish of her powering out of that submission and, and transitioning into that KOD, really cool. And she, that miss spot, she du- she ducked the miss. Like, that was, they, yeah, they did I think some dope that, shit there. That sequence was dope, too, where she missed the miss and she tried mm. to use the hair. That was awesome. Um, she's She's tried that super KOD. More than once. Orion pointed this out when we did the review that she's tried that super KOD at WrestleMania several times. Can't pull it off. And she was like, why does she keep doing that? And I was like, because that's what she's going to do to beat Charlotte when she finally gets her Charlotte mm. match at WrestleMania. Mm. Uh, let's read some more Humper Chats. Um, so we got this one. It's from Anwar Starwin. It says... Props to y'all and everyone watching. I'm hyped at my guy Sonata finishing his story and at Mercedes killing it again. And Will and Phil, how do you feel about the new Spider-Verse trailer? Uh, Spider-Verse trailer looks really good. Um, I am excited for that movie. I hope that uh, <laughs> I hope that it's good. Uh, sometimes the sequel doesn't hit quite the same as the first one, but uh, the trailer looked really good. Yeah, agreed. Um, let's see. Tony says, uh, seeing last night made me really want my dream matches of Micah versus, uh, Jade, the strongest of their promotions, in my opinion, and Monet versus Sheeta. Also, I want Faye to take over Japan? Question mark? Send send more black wrestlers to Japan. Send more black women to Japan. Athena. Um, That was the whole thing. I was sitting there during the the press conference after Ring of Honor thinking, send Athena to Japan. She's killing me here against Joshi wrestlers. Uh, I think she's showing every week that she wants to go. She's like, Tony, look at this. I'm beating ass. Send me. (laughs) Yeah. Send send her to Japan. Let her kill it. Send Queen Amanada to wrestle with Mm. Joshi wrestlers as well. Yeah. We need to see it happen. Trish. Um, I I think that's another part of what's so special about what Mercedes is doing right now. Like just opening doors. Not to say that she's the first black woman to do this, but just just letting other black wrestlers know today that you can do this and you can succeed there. Um, and let's please get into that match because I, like I said, I just watched it before the show and that shit was fire. Mercedes looked like she was having so much fucking fun. All those women were 
fighting like this was the the biggest match of their life. Just like doing new spots. I've seen a million triple threat matches. Doing new innovative uh, spots in triple threat matches with the the roll-ups and things that they were doing. The finish that ended up in a roll-up into uh, Mercedes' finish was like, y'all are going for it out here. I love this shit. Yeah, I I just saw this scroll pass in the in the in the chat. Didn't Phil just say he wanted Oscar to win? I did want Oscar to win. Oscar, yeah. again, is my favorite wrestler, but I, you can't not give Bianca her credit. I think Bianca had a tremendous weekend, and just you know seeing what she's been able to accomplish over the last three years has been she's really cool. really inspiring. Um, but no, this New Japan show was great. Um, I think that there were several high points in the sh- on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonata finally got his moment which I assumed he was going to win, but you did. It, was, it was nice to see him get his moment and it was nice to see them follow through on that. It's nice for one company to follow through <laughs> and do the right thing in the main event. Um, <laughs> who would have thunk it? <laughs> who would have thought that you could just give the guy the win? Um, but no, it was great to see Sonata get that win. He deserved it. Um, I thought that tag match match, if you haven't seen it yet, Red, tag match was awesome. All mm. the open is tremendous tag team. Yeah, I got to um, watch that. Uh, Fletcher like clipped himself on a on a ring post, I think, and busted himself open. Continued mm. the match, and these guys had a great win. If we don't get FTR versus Ozzy open again this year, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, we have to. Uh, we got point. we got Bullet Club shenanigans because uh, LP got kicked out of the group, and I booed the entire ah, time. I man. am not. I am not for Finley as leader. For get him Finley? leader at all get him up out of here i, I, I asked i said it's finley the leader and you know, I, i'm not buying it the more the more and more i watch it i just feel like the results aren't there like he's he failed in this first big thing he tried to do as leader of bullet club he lost in new japan cup um everything he's done since he's lost in the match that that lp got kicked out of lp won the match he he's the one that got the pin to win that match but he's the one that got kicked out um, now do you think they're gonna bring in a new outside hire to be the uh bullet club leader or do you think they're going to hire from within to be the leader because i tweeted yesterday why are you guys so obsessed with this man (laughs) joining this group of a place he's only wrestled in la hasn't even wrestled in the real new japan why are y'all obsessed and everybody was just like swerve is cool bullet club is cool everybody cool should be together and i'm like i don't think that's really how this well, works well I, I, I i'm still following the story i think there's something's gonna happen with finlay i'm not i i don't believe he's gonna be the long-term leader here i think yeah. the fact that jay white debuted and he's still doing the bullet club stuff is leading oh, to something and they I teased it too that with i don't that, i don't know what it afterwards. means but it does feel like it's still going somewhere um so yeah, I think the Bullet Club stuff is was at least intriguing, but I did definitely booed at my screen at LP getting kicked out. Um, <laughs> I thought uh, I thought the the junior heavyweight match was also a lot of fun. Uh, but well, man. so that's so I want to continue reading Tony P because he sent two more and they oh, okay. kind of follow up on all of this. He says, "So is it me, um, or it looks like they're planning some things early for Forbidden Door after Sakura Genesis um, with the Sky Blue announcement and Tony Khan and last night's matches? Does it seem as if TK?" Uh, and dang it, you got cut off there, and I'm so sorry because I lost the rest of it because mm. um, we've received so many since that one. Um, and he says, I mean, you have to let them sink or swim at some point, for real, for real. Uh, lastly, random question, Will, has there ever been a cohesive and coherent faction with a good mix of bad, uh, good and bad guys? Um, 
hmm, cohesive no uh, or coherent no because like the NWO had baby faces and heels at one point, but was that coherent at the point? No. Mm-mm. Um. Uh. So I don't know because that's a tough one to pull off. Like there was a point where DX was working as a faction as heels, but the New Age Outlaws were wrestling matches as baby faces. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was McMahon Helmsley, where the New Age Outlaws were kind of having matches with like the Dudleys and stuff, but they were kind of working baby faces. They were doing their stick for the crowd, but then they were also doing Hunter's dirty work. And so mm-hmm. uh, they were kind of trying to play both. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that, like, I'm thinking of all the big factions in. No, if if it's like somebody's playing the other side, that's going to lead to them eventually be, not being right. in the group is where it usually leads, you know? Yeah. Um, but as far as, you know, the events of Sakura Genesis leading into Forbidden Door, I think it's kind of time for that, right? Like Forbidden Door is in two months. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, both New Japan and AEW kind of have to start putting seeds together for huh. what's coming next. Okada's not the world champion anymore, huh? Very interesting. Somebody could take a loss when they're not the champion. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I think the mm. wildest thing they could do, mm. <laughs> to be honest, would be MJF versus Okada. You are a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> well... It, it is gonna be it is gonna be interesting to see what MJF does on that card because yeah. he has been saying for years doesn't watch New Japan hates New he Japan. has okay and so yeah. the motherfucker is lying by the way of, of course but I, yeah. I, I, I it is gonna be interesting to see who he wrestles on that card um, hmm. I I definitely think we're gonna get some kind of Bullet Club Civil War match um, by by then. Um, I don't know what Okada's doing now if he's not champion. I kind of still think the Okada Omega match is still happening. That's what I'm uh, saying. No belt on the line? Or Kenny's yeah. uh, U.S. championship on the line? So I kind of think that's still happening. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm all in on whatever they're doing. for uh, Or CM Punk versus Okada? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, a lot of stuff to look at from this show and go like, all right, well, this is definitely going to lead here because Kevin Kelly definitely mentioned FDR as soon as Aussie Open mm. won. And I was like, mm. yeah, Aussie Open versus FDR 2 is probably going to happen at Forbidden Door. If it doesn't, it's happening sometime next year. Uh, or this year, rather. Yeah. Shout out MJF, by the way. That performance on Wednesday <laughs> is like... Max what? is a damn fool, man. What, what is happening here? How, what how is happening does he here? continue to do this? And... Um, I told him personally that this guy has his own arena, and that's weird that uh, no one else can say that. Like, UBS Arena on Long Island belongs to MJF. That mm-hmm. is his building that you can continue to go back there as often as you want, and it'll continue to always be his crowd. <laughs> he has his own arena. How many wrestlers can say that? Because, like, WWE's run UBS Arena one time, and then since then they've gone back to running Nassau Coliseum. So... In that sense, UBS Arena is, you know, they even tweeted, you know, we love our friends at AEW and all of that. That's their building. And MJF has had that building in the palm of his hand now on three occasions. <laughs> yeah. Right, and yeah, by the way, the other part of that uh, Humper chat, congratulations to Sky Blue. Well deserved. Uh, oh, yeah. Finally got that graphic. Um, she's gotten better and better every time we see her on TV. Um, so I think that was a well deserved signing. Uh, yeah, I don't 
But I, there, there, I mean, there's plenty of other stuff from the New Japan show, but of course, that three-way was just incredible. Mm. I was mm. sitting watching it like, we've only we've only scratched the surface of post-WWE Mercedes. Yes. And I was sitting watching this match like, I still feel like there's another gear for her to go. I still don't, yeah. see, I don't think we've seen as good as she can be I agree. outside the company. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this was really good. Any anybody that was sitting around like she can't keep up with Joshi wrestlers, like they put her in there with the high speed wrestler at the moment, yeah. <laughs> like and she kept up and and she looked amazing. Just match fire. I I was super happy for Azuki to get the spot in this match and wrestle on such a big stage. Um, and people were like, "No, Hazuki's there to take the pin." No, she's not. No, why? Because Hazuki is going to win a championship this year. I'm calling mm. it. Uh, mm. But yeah, this was this was a really really good match, man. That shit was uh, fire. Yeah, I I kind of don't want her to lose this belt anytime soon. I want her to continue to keep having these dream matches. Uh, of course, Mayu came out at the end and she slapped the taste out of Mayu's mouth, and I was just like, mm. "Just keep giving us the matches, man." I, yes, I, I'm here for all of it. More. Uh, There's another April, one coming up, right? Yeah, it's coming up uh, April 25th. That's when the Mayu mm. matches. Uh, and that's her the last date, though, on her contract, right? That's the, mm. the one everybody talks about is the one. Supposedly, yeah. Um, I would think they're going to try to offer her a bag after. I mean, look, it, 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 we're having f- – this is the most fun period with free agency ever. Yeah. We're like <laughs> – yeah. uh, totally. the idea that all of these contracts are lining up right around uh, – their final matches, so mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen. I mean, look, FTR worked the fuck out of everybody. Oh, they got um, everybody so big work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was a big work for a long time. Like, so I, long. Knew, I knew back in December that they were <laughs> having, that they were going to beat, they were going to win the titles uh, like that. That's we would have, we would be long. in the group chat like every three days like, Dax is so funny, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that people are falling for it, the the, the day when people are like, look, he, he's sitting there. You can see the contract on the table. Like, <laughs> he's fucking with you guys. <laughs> Got y'all good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, uh, well, and that was the thing was, all right, if I may pull the curtain back a little bit. Hey. Remember when it came out a few months ago that um, – after the PW Insider reported that FTR were under long-term contracts and FTR denied it, but PW Insider reported, yeah, FTR is under long-term contracts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pull back a little bit of where that story came from. Uh, WWE heard the rumors that FTR's contracts might be up soon. And WWE reached out to FTR's people to try and talk to them. And FTR's people informed WWE now they're under contract. They just mm. signed a long-term deal and they're not available, which is how that's always supposed to go. That you reach out, you get told that they can't talk to them. And so WWE went, wait, they're under what? Okay, well, then, then they leaked it to PW Insider, who then reported FTR is under long-term deals. But the thing is, and then FTR denied it, saying that's not true, but PW Insider didn't get that out of AEW. They got that out of WWE, who was attempting to sign FTR and found out and got blocked because FTR was already re-signed to AEW. This is all. <laughs> I heard it th- this week. FTR actually re-signed in, like, November. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they've been on contract for a while. They've been under contract for a while. while. Pretty much last year. So funny. 
So uh, it's it's been a while. They've been like really working people for a long time. Um, but you know what? That's a good thing. That's how this is all yeah. supposed to go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and I think uh, I think it ended up working out really good. I think they got a good storyline out of the gun stuff. Um, I think the guns were good transitional champions. I know people look down on that term, like, oh, that means their 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 time as champions was a failure. But I think nope. it served its purpose. Um, and I think um, I I know Reg might not feel the same way. I thought they looked like stars when they came out, man. I thought that interest made them look great. I thought it was awesome. Many men wish death upon me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I was staring I, at Austin Gunn's mouth the whole time as he's mouthing along with the song. I'm like, what are you about to say? I Austin, Austin wants to be at that cookout so bad, man. Listen. <laughs> he wants to be valid at that cookout so bad. There are hey. reasons, extra reasons, why that entrance pissed me off. Let's go. Let's hear it. Because others have tried to get certain songs for certain situations, and it didn't happen. And so knowing what them certain situations would have and could have been and what would have led to them, and then these two punk-ass white boys get a 50-cent Miniman <laughs> fucking entrance? Give me a goddamn Man. break, Tony Khan. Uh QT Marshall, Captain, uh, Sean Dean, Jerry Lynn, Dean Malenko, BJ Dean Malenko. Wimmer. Anybody I'm sure Dean Malenko ain't had nothing to do with 50 Cent working off. He has Dean is somewhere minding his own what business. Think, Dean, Dean? Got nothing, <laughs> Dean ain't got nothing to do with this. Nah, Dean caught a stray. But yeah, nah, fuck y'all. That's some bullshit. I hate it. Y'all are dumb. This is stupid. On the real, that shit was great. The, uh, the camera work was awesome. Them... It made me, it did exactly what it needed to do because I hated it so much. And that's exactly what it's for. It's not for me to be like, that was great. It's for me to be like, I hate this shit and I want these fucking losers <laughs> to lose. And they lost. So shout out to FTR for ridding me of the ass boys. Even yeah. if the song doesn't stick around, though, I think the entrance is something they, they might have struck gold with. I think yeah, the way it totally. panned around with those two back to back looked really good they looked like stars in that moment and they yeah. have just like phil said like the transitional champion thing is not bad because they have upped their game since winning yeah. the aw team champions like all of their promos have been good they've been acting like big stars and then that entrance made them look like big stars so this was a success this is how you do it yeah, yeah and I mean, like and then being transitional champions like we knew that we knew the moment yeah. they won the titles um i think everybody's brains went oh okay so this is how ftr gets FTR, yeah. yeah everybody knew it we we knew that that moment uh, uh did everybody know it because there was a lot of people that got worked by that too a lot of people like <laughs> oh you're gonna make the gun champion the tag division is ruined and then people were definitely overreacting i was like it's going Most somewhere guys. i saw people who here. thought that the FTR winning the belts was because Vince returned on Monday. <laughs> like, guys, God worked, buddy. Oh, are so funny. God worked. Like, you better uh, give them the belt so they don't leave. What? I don't get it. What does that mean? And, 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 and that's what Dax responded to on Twitter where he's like, or maybe we signed here because it's been great for our families. It's been great for us to be. Uh, it's been a great place for us to work. And then then he put over Tony Big in the the post-show promo. I was like, oh, Uh, the the Cornette fans who live off of uh, FTR, who, like, believe FTR is the best, the Bucks are the worst, and Cornette's right about everything. I I wonder what they have to say about 
the way FTR put over Tony at the end of, I, or after they won the match. They grabbed the I, mic and immediately were like, Tony Khan. Yeah, I, uh, I've been trying to tell people for a while that it's a work. I tried to tell people way back when uh, Dax looked in the camera after the FDR match and was like, look, Tony Khan, put us on your show. And I was like, yeah, he's working. <laughs> but, you know, people didn't believe then. Um, look, I, and honestly, see, but people didn't believe then. Again, knowing it was a work, I didn't want to pull back to anything on that. I, I, on the other hand, was like, I will let these guys go. I want them to yeah, have fun. I am not in the business of spoiling their shit. No. Um, and I want them to have fun with this. They did have a lot of fun. You know, they were yeah. like, our decision our decision has been made, and you'll know what it is. <laughs> and people right, so were like... Will Washington, speaking of many men, how do you think... How long can we turn this swerve thing until we get one ain't nobody real good on, on the show? Like... How? No, what would it take to get now. to He's, that point? It's no, over no, no, forever. No, no. You think? You don't no, think, I don't think it's over one forever. special this, one? This is me talking. I'm mm-hmm. not saying this uh, speaking for anybody. Mm-hmm. But if I were doing this, I think I would save "Ain't Nobody" for Swerve's babyface turn down the road. I mm-hmm. think that when you can get him in babyface mode and popular. I think that's when you throw that on there. But for what he's doing right now, we'll talk about that. We'll yeah, talk about the fact not that now. But, but that, that's, um, that's why I said it's over for now because he's healed now. He's definitely not going to yeah. do it now. He's yeah. not going to no, give you what you no. want. He's healed. Of course um, not. Of course but, not. And being um, a heel now, he, he did uh, reveal the thing we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. we, we've been discussing and hinting at the fact mm-hmm. that he had a new replacement for uh, the old members of the mobile Man, affiliates we'll say they name no more they are I mean, we'll, we'll say it it was it's <laughs> trench and parker boudreaux and like trench hey, got hey, injured got uh, trench montana if i do yeah. <laughs> well so trench uh, got injured training i believe um and then parker got injured in that match and um i've also heard that some folks were very much not happy with uh yeah because our match. eyes got injured watching that match too. <laughs> and gone. so uh, but he did he got injured in it and so at that case it was, at that point it was like all right Back to the drawing board reboot. Um, and so uh, the idea came about to basically have Swerve purchase the embassy. Mm-hmm. That he is now 51% Merger. owner. Yeah, mm-hmm. guys. How long have I been talking about the fact that there was something in the works here? This is not a response to the Endeavor WWE merger. It's Why not the, the timing is still funny. The timing, the timing, the timing's funny. But Swerve literally tweeted merger six merger. days ago. He tweeted, he tweeted hints at it six days ago, mm-hmm. and, and people were like, "Well, the WWE thing's been in works longer than six days. You didn't know about it <laughs> six you days ago. What, you didn't know about it until Sunday. Yeah, yeah and and certainly." Um, we didn't know about it, and uh, the wrestlers didn't know about it. This wasn't something that was out there. Mm-mm. I promise you this was a funny coincidence is yeah. the way to look at that. Yeah, um, and, and even if it is a jab, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but I, it truly wasn't. I, I guarantee yeah. you it was not um, because I know when it came about. I know when the idea was uh, put forth. But I think it's a much better fit. I think it's a mm-hmm. – uh, I think it's a great fit. I think that yeah. 
um, as soon as I heard about it. And last week when everybody was like tweeting or putting all their hints in there, and I, I remember I turned to the chat and I said, none of you have it. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I saw Shane Taylor promotions. I saw Bullet, Bullet Club was out there a lot. And I yeah, thought, Bullet, no, Bullet, it's not Bullet, Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been a huge flex for him to buy the rights to Bullet Club. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a flex. Sure. Yeah, that, like, that, that wasn't the one in play, though. Like, I... I um, so a lot of people were saying EJ and Duca and, uh, and I thought like, uh, there's a lot of ideas being put out here, EJ, but EJ would have been cool. EJ would have been cool. I, I, been cool I, but that's like what I meant when I said, none of you are on the right track at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they turned out to be the embassy. I think even if Brian Cage hadn't stuck around, which it sounds like he's going to stick around, um, I know that there's an offer on the table, and pretty much they're, I think they're in the final stages of, if they haven't signed it already, um, are pretty close to. But I even thought if Brian Cage hadn't stuck around, my thought was Gates of Agony is still a great look behind him. Like yep. if I think it's a much better look. I think having Bishop Khan and, and Toa behind Swerve would have been just an excellent look altogether. But Brian Cage just adds one more element to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's... And yeah. and Prince Nana is sticking around in all this, too. Swerve's Great. literally being managed now by Prince Nana. And Amazing. he will have, and he will have as his muscle, uh, the Ring of Honor six-man t- uh, tag champs. Now, where I think this is going to head now, Jen, speculation, is... Because uh, people were asking, well, the, what does this mean for the Keith Lee feud? Keith Lee feud is going to continue. Mm. Uh, where do I think this is going? Is that... Because I think they can tie this back into Ring of Honor. Because obviously this is now an AEW thing. But all those guys are signed to AEW. Mm-hmm. And so I know people are like, well, I want to see more distinction between Ring of Honor and AEW. I, I think that's a hard ask. And I know that people want to see that, but the reason that's a hard ask is because all of those guys are signed to AEW contracts. Like Athena is doing some of the best work she's ever done in Ring of Honor, but I know that she's also like, but I'm signed to AEW and I Mm want to be at these arenas. I want to be, you know, working these big, I mean, I want to be working these crowds. I want to be working these shows that I signed to do, even though I'm working ring of honor and Mm -hmm. you know ring of honor is going to continue the universal tapings i know people are like well i don't want to see these in the arenas i think this is just a timing thing because uh, they had a live dynamite that didn't have rampage attached to it this week and they had a live rampage this week with no dynamite and it's like okay well we'll use these two to tape some ring of honor stuff thank god this isn't forever because it doesn't work at all i hate it yeah tony even said when i asked him about that in the media scrum he did say that it's going to be a mix so i my guess is this is my hunch but the next set of universal tapings they'll do more ring of honor stuff there sweet um but the but i think the way you can tie it all back together is by so now swerve has his backup he's got his group who's keith got aha and i think that keith he got some friends he's got some friends keith can recruit shane taylor promotions mm-hmm. and yeah. then you can then splinter all of this back off into Shane Taylor promotions could also want to challenge for the Ring of Honor trios titles. And mm-hmm. there's built-in story there because where does Bishop Khan's loyalties lie in all of this? Mm-hmm. He has said, even in joining the embassy, that he still has love for Shane Taylor. 
Yeah. Hey. But uh, so there's ways kind on TV more. I'm I'm for all yeah. Of this. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So I think there's lots of ways to make this work, and there's lots of like stuff you can do in the future with it. So I think it's a much better fit. As soon as I heard about it, I was like, "That's the one." That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. I like the. Um. I just think they're better muscle for him. Uh, yeah, I agree. Getting Khan on TV, uh, I think, will be a great exposure for him over time. I think that I know a lot of people who are, uh, who say, well, why does Swerve need a faction all, at all? I think he should just be by himself. Um, I disagree for the character he's uh, he's putting out there in that I think he needs a click. And I yeah. think he needs uh, people backing him up. Now, I want to see him with a title. Yeah, what title? Sure. I think world I now title. know the answer. Uh, world <laughs> title eventually. <laughs> but... Don't you say it. I was going to say, I think he should beat Orange Cassidy. Okay. I think that's a feud you can do after all of this is done. I I thought you were going to say it. I was going to fight you. Stay away from the the (laughs) ENT championship, brother. Stay on your side. (laughs) No, I actually think Orange Cassidy's a great You know, I was thinking, like, with all the heels Orange Cassidy's kind of going up against, um, what heels on the roster could eventually take him down? Orange Cassidy's been on a fire run with this belt. Who could be the one to beat him? I think Swerve, international champion. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I agree for that. Um, mm-hmm. He looks great. Um, every time he comes out with the very expensive-looking coat on, he came out this week with the ski mask. <laughs> he looks great. Um, I, yeah. I'm for everything they're doing. It did make me think, with all the ROH connections and a connection to the embassy, of Gresham and I did watch that listen to the entire interview shout out to uh-huh. Nick mm-hmm. um, and I thought uh, it was a very um, it was a very good interview I thought that uh, Gresham gave up a lot of information that we were wondering about um, uh, anybody that thinks that Gresham is one of those guys because he doesn't tweet a lot that he's not on the internet apparently he does see all you guys talking crazy yes he did see you guys talking crazy about the PWI thing and I was glad that he cleared that up because i always thought people overreacted with that and i i thought people acted nasty toward gresham in general i thought people yeah. were way overreacting and they didn't know what really happened and so that's why i was waiting for him to give his side of the story and for tony to give his side of the story and i think what he said um in a lot of ways made sense um i think him saying he was going through something he had a lot mm-hmm. going on he felt like he was being um left hanging when he was trying to have conversations with Tony, I think that explains why he reacted the way he did because based on everything we knew about him, I didn't buy him to be this guy that got that mad because he was losing. Yeah. Um, no, he, we've 0%. never seen, uh, well, I've, I've never heard of him acting like that before. Mm-mm. And so I, I always thought that was a little strange. Um, it was like completely out of character. It felt like for me, cause he didn't, it was like anytime yeah. people were like, cause he lost, like, it's not about the loss at all. He didn't care about that. He'll lose the belt in three yeah. seconds. If he has and to, and I know? think, I think if it was about losing the belt, I think it was because he had business tied up in being champion. He had already taken bullets and, um, he didn't have a conversation with guys, so he felt like, nah, I had other stuff tied into this, and you could have told me ahead of time so that mm-hmm. I could have, you know, moved other things around. And then he also was talking about how burned out he was at the time. Um, it was a really good interview if you guys haven't listened to it. And um, I do think it's helpful for people that think that he may not ever be in Ring of Honor again. I yeah. think that uh, some of the stuff he said towards the end makes me think that he could end up back there because I thought that totally. was the worst thing about all of this is that, man, this guy had talked about for so long his dream being of being a Ring of Honor wrestler mm-hmm. and representing that brand. 
and him leaving on such a sour note just bothered yeah. me. So I, I, I'm hopeful that, you know, it seems like he's having a good time in Impact. He's having some bananas matches with Krishida and Speedball and all these other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one day he will end up in Ring of Honor again. Um, but Yeah, now all this felt made me feel very hopeful about a return yeah. to Ring of Honor because he talked about just like it kind of being like water under the bridge and how Tony came up to him and was like, no hard feelings that even after all this stuff, like I know how things move and kind of knowing how things move backstage, not just in AEW, but in every company, what Gresham was talking about is like how a lot of wrestlers kind of feel. Sometimes you can't like you have these ideas and you can't even get them to the boss and you're trying to get a, uh, you're trying to get a meeting with them. And you're trying to get all these things and it just doesn't work sometimes. So uh, he said, remind that- me to tell you guys a private story about that, by the way, <laughs> afterward. <laughs> Just remind yeah. me, it's, it's been sitting on my brain for a totally. minute. Totally, yeah. So, not, so yeah. for him to uh, just kind of admit that he that the part that he played in it too, it wasn't all one party. It wasn't yeah. all you know on one sided. It was both parties were doing things that that led to this whole moment happening. But yes, yeah, hearing him talk about it in full has got me very hopeful about the future of what Ring of Honor could do. Because, like I said before, Jonathan Gresham would have retired a Ring of Honor wrestler yeah, if that sure. was given if, if he had the choice. Like, stay in Ring of Honor forever or do anything else. Oh, stay in Ring of Honor forever is the answer. He like worked his entire career to get to the point that he was, and so I hope that it eventually leads to him being back. But like you said, he's been having some insane matches. He's in a series of matches with Speedball Mike Bailey right now in impact wrestling and they're going to have a match a triple threat match at the next show speedball gresham and trey miguel for the x division championship that i'm sure is going to like fry our brains yeah, yeah um but yeah i i'm glad that uh some of this has uh died down because some of the energy around it was really really toxic just it sounded like he was really upset like he had just completely gone off the grid for a moment he did and, and the way people were talking about it just it just felt kind of nasty and so I'm glad that uh, he's in better spirits. I saw him in January um, when I went to Atlanta, and I talked to him for a brief second, and he seemed like he was in good spirits. He seemed mm-hmm. like he was feeling a lot better. So I was happy about that. And listening to his interview, you know, further confirms he's in a good place. So And patience. Uh, this shows patience because people have been yeah. saying for months and months, Gresham, 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 let the man uh, get everything together. Let him talk about it. And when we need to hear the story, we'll hear it. And we heard it. Yeah, uh, I'm glad he came out, told his own, his uh, side of story when he was ready, and he didn't just come out when all the feelings around it were still mm-hmm. raw. Right. It would have uh, been completely different if he did this six months ago, probably. Yeah, yeah so I, I'm I'm glad that it seems like we're in a better place with this. Uh, and, uh, you know, rooting for this guy to be Impact World Champion soon. Boom. Um, let's see. We got... Let's turn back over to the super chats because we got a lot of super chats and I want to make sure that no one's yeah, yeah, super yeah, yeah. chat got missed because there's so many. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got um, Annie Rudd says, and I apologize because I probably I think it's that. Annie Rude. Annie Rude. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, says, creating a new world title would be an L for WWE. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I agree with that per se because I think it, it all depends. You you can't do it while Roman's still champion. Pretty much that has to be settled before you can even think about uh, 
creating a new championship. Yes. My 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 bold prediction is there will be separate world titles again by the end of the year. Mm. Hopefully it's not at again. Roman you champion. cannot do that while Roman's yes champ, can't be while Roman's I'm, champ. But I'm just saying that's my bold prediction that I think there will be two world titles again by the end of the year. And I'm fine with that. As long as it's the result of Roman having lost both. Yes. If he just gives one up, that's the wackest trash. shit you could ever do. Awful. Trash. Trash. You can't yeah, do that. I mean, he, um, he, he, I mean, you had your chance. You, you should have just lost on yeah. Sunday. If it, but, you know. Yeah. If he's pinned <laughs> and only loses one title, that sucks too. I did it, not think we were going to be on this Gravity after Mania saying that Roman Reigns <laughs> is still champion. I did not at all. Not one day I, think like, yeah, I, I made I, a I, bunch I, of jokes. I joke. We all joked on the timeline, but I was like, do the right thing, you guys. I mean, the problem I'm having now is that we were complaining a year ago about how stale the bloodline angle had gotten. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, man, breath of fresh air, they just breathed into it with Sami Zayn, and they made this some of the most entertaining (laughs) stuff that's happened on wrestling television possibly ever. I will go that far and say it's been some of the best stuff they've ever done. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, we can now reach a point of paying it off. (laughs) And I feel like, no, you actually just went back to where it was before. You yep. saying um, it out loud made me laugh because you're like, this is the best stuff I've, they've ever done. Now they're like, this is the best stuff we've ever done. Let's do it forever until we burn it into the ground like they always do exactly everything that they I, always do. Yeah. That's exactly uh, what they're doing. <laughs> they should just end the storyline here. And that's not to say that you had to end all of the Sammy and Jay stuff. You still had mileage to go after WrestleMania. But yep. it just doesn't make sense if you know this guy is not going to be on TV. You know you're not going to have him for upcoming pay-per-views. That's the worst Why part. is he still champion? It just doesn't make sense, man. It's so stupid. I've seen Confirmed everybody... not on Backlash, by the yes, way. Yes, what? It's so, so stupid. The, the the comparison I gave was if you book this story about how Hangman has been trying for this match all the time, you get to full gear, you know goddamn well that Kenny Omega's <laughs> injured and he's not going to be on TV, and you just have Kenny beat him anyway. Right. Why? I mean, I'll go with the WWE comparison. Where they've done this before. WrestleMania 34, you had Brock Lesnar retain the title over Roman Reigns. Knowing full well that Brock had two more matches left uh, (laughs) that he was going to work, which they were going to work Greatest Royal Rumble, and then he wasn't going to work again until SummerSlam. And knowing that, you kept the title on Brock. You'd rather have no champion at all than... And the thing is, you know, it's like the idea of saving it for the bigger moment. Roman Reigns did eventually win the title from Brock. He won it at SummerSlam that year. Nobody remembers that. Not the but everybody remembers Brock game. losing. But everybody mm-hmm. remembers Roman losing at WrestleMania. Yep. Nobody remembers him eventually winning the belt at SummerSlam. Nope. Just another yeah. victory that didn't mean anything. Yeah. Because I, I, you only uh, you only got one night. You only had one night with eighty thousand fans. You only had one night with the most viewers you were ever going to have. WrestleMania Night 2 shattered all records. Hunter came out and said it last night. We beat every record we've ever had. Right? <laughs> like, he did the whole thing, right? Double I was so team. worried. I was so worried, by the way, as he started that promo. I'm like, this is the same promo from Monday. He hasn't said anything new yet. <laughs> and then he finally slipped in. Oh, and by the way, we're doing a draft. Rhea Ripley, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we, we very much need that draft. We need to shake up both rosters. That's exactly but, what I thought when, when Cody lost. I was like, you know what to make this better? A draft. Yeah, they they definitely <laughs> need to shake things up. Oh, but fuck. the other part about this that just annoys me to no end is that they've conditioned their audience to believe that 
the baby face has to lose. You have to lose to get <laughs> where you need to be. No, you don't. You can, you can't just win the first time. You don't have to lose the first time. You don't. That that is not that is not a good storytelling trope. It is depending on certain characters, but you don't have to do that every time. You don't. Mm-mm. And and the thing that makes it worse is to me, I'll be fine with this. I've said this many times since Sunday. If Roman be him in an interesting way no it's the yeah. same derivative fucking finish they've been doing for almost a year it's the same thing they've been doing over and over again it's interference dq interference ref bumps i don't want to see it anymore do something else do how something much, else <laughs> how much adversity does a man need he had a purple tw- titty they fired him pretty much he had to leave the Wait, company quick. to build his stock oh yeah you know i mean it was even oranges he was fucking stardust like I mean, he's been through so much adversity how much adversity does a man need like what hell the question keeps getting asked of what's uh what would have been next for cody if he had won i don't know the thing they did on Raw the next night. Yeah. You could literally have Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes, which is probably going to main event backlash. I bet you that's so the main crazy. event of backlash. Yeah. Unless like Bad Bunny is in the main event. But I bet you Brock Lesnar and Cody's the main event. Make it for the and, title. The the exact and, thing that happened of like the, the the story that they told on SmackDown this week where Wade Barrett was like Brock was very angry that he was in the opener of WrestleMania. Um even though He's been in the opener of WrestleMania before. But they said Brock was angry that he was in the main opener. He requested okay. to be in the opener last yeah. time. <laughs> but, exactly. ma- but make that the story, right? You could make that the story. Cody's the champion. Meanwhile, Brock's in the opener. Okay. And mm-hmm. Cody gets taken out by Brock, and Brock decides, if I'm going to get back to the main event, I'm going to do it by beating the new WWE champion. You've got a fucking story there. Main event. Can Cody hold on to the title now? He's yeah. won the belt, but he's That's immediately... That's your right there. It's Brock but he's Lesnar. immediately... Brock He's Lesnar. immediately in peril because all of a sudden now this championship reign that just got started is already in jeopardy because now he's got Brock Lesnar on his ass. You have a compelling a title run right there. Brock and Cody for the titles. The titles, by the way, that Brock couldn't have a shot at because he can't have another shot because he lost to Roman Reigns. Uh-huh. Right? That's a storyline. That's the story that he can't challenge Roman Reigns again. But now the moment that Cody is champion... Brock is challenging him. Do you have a story there? It's easy. And now it sells got, the main event of WrestleMania. Er, of now Backlash. you got two losers that can't beat Roman Reigns in the main <laughs> event, not going for a belt that they can yeah, get from Roman uh, Reigns. Yeah, I, I, that, that whole Paul, Paul quote where he's saying, yeah, where was the story going to go after after this? There was nowhere for him to go if he won. I don't know. Write a story. That's what you guys do. <laughs> don't you guys have writers? Shout, shout out Jeremy Lambert, who said exactly that. He's like, I don't know. You guys employ 500 writers. Come up with something. But they did come up with something for Cody after this. As a matter of fact, the idea of, well, what would be next for Cody? What's next for Roman? He's not on the show. Roman's at home. <laughs> Up next for him is a TV dinner. Like he's it's not a, at the show. What are you talking about? So, like I've I've yeah, liked so Roman's run. I even disagree. With, I even disagree with this statement from Joel Allison, who says Bullet Club Civil War greater than the Bloodline. Disagree. I mm-hmm. actually like Roman's run. Mm-hmm. It's just time. Well, the I I enjoy the Bloodline stuff. I've said before. I've been out as on Roman as champion for about a year because I yeah. feel like it's been the same match. It's been the same mm-hmm. finish for a long time. I just want them to do something different with him as champion. 
do something different with him as a character. I just want something else. Just stop giving me the same match, please. <laughs> um, it just I just can't watch the same match please. with the ref bump and the, and, the, and the Samoans come in and, and, and beat up somebody and the ref acts like they didn't see it. One, two, three, he retains. I'm just tired of seeing it. Do they something else, had, man. Please, please do please. something else. They even had an out for all of that, right? Because you had Jey Uso get Haluva kicked three times at WrestleMania. Gee, he could be out the next night, right? Like, that's a story. Um, you had Solo ejected. What was that's the point what, of that? They didn't he was care the, about none of that That was shit. the story. Not that it can be a story. That was the story. The entire purpose, not just of having Kevin Owens and and uh, Sammy challenge for the titles the day before, it was to get the other members of the bloodline out the way. Why was the point of doing that if they were just going to interfere anyway? Then you have- he sent Solo out. He put a hoodie back, hood on and then came he back. He Solo out there. And get, he gets kicked out. And then he comes out with a hoodie like we don't know the fuck he is. Bro, we've seen this guy on TV every week. <laughs> Does it make sense? Does not make sense at all, man. Like, I, uh... I, again, I... I enjoyed WrestleMania on the whole, but I I've I've grown to hate how overbooked Roman matches are. Yes. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate the pacing of it. I hate the constant interference. It it's it's it, it's horrible. It's like it's you, you know to where me. it's leading when the when the steps start. You're like, yeah, oh, here it, goes this. It's gonna lead to this. I, it's gonna lead I, to I, this. I, I told you guys when we did Denise's podcast. The second the ref bunt happened, I said I stood stood straight up and I was like, it's happening. He's winning. I could see it. <laughs> it was like. It was like, I'm telling you, it was like, that's so Raven. I was like, he's winning. <laughs> and I, I looked around and I saw, like, when they got to the when they got to the point where where Cody did the bionic, bionic elbow, which was perfect. The way they built into that spot was perfect. He did he did uh, Dustin's uh, uppercut. Then he did the double cross rows. That should have been into the match. Mm-hmm. Why was that not the end of the match? Oh, and, and you say double cross rows, but he was going to go for a triple, but then just kind of stood there and waited for... Solo and at the that's <laughs> again when when he stopped, I was like, he's losing. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it, it was just too. like all of it, all of it was so fucking telegraphed, and that's why I'm yeah. like, I just don't like any of it, and I don't want this to feel like it's an indictment on Roman as a performer. I think Roman is great. I think he's a generational mm-hmm. star. I think he's had a incredible run. He's a but big star. Time. He came it's, out it's, out of it's, this it's as time. a big star. It's time yeah. for but, it to end. Yeah. But I'm also like the thing I'm mostly over is is everybody on this show a fucking idiot? Like yes. the fact that why did I mean I think you could tell a story well. Uh, it would be compelling if like one day you have Michael Cole kind of interviewing Roman Reigns talking about how dominant of a champion he is and then Michael Cole just stops and goes, "I can't do this." And like and Paul Heyman's like, "What are you doing, Michael Cole?" And he's like, "You're a fraud. Like you have lost. I mean, you You've cheated in every match. You've been visually beaten uh, in your last few matches. Yes. Like, no, this is fraudulent. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not putting Mm -hmm. this over because I want somebody to eventually do this. And then, like, because of the fact that you had Cody come out and I'm like, don't you say you were the better wrestler? Because, like, he 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 said... He said, I had you, but he was like, you were the better competitor. What does that mean? Uh, You were not. What does that mean, Cody Rhodes? I'm I'm tired of this. I'm tired. Like, even commentary. Nobody on commentary uh, after the match was over was furious doing the whole, like, what the hell? You stole this one, Roman Reigns. They're just like, Roman Reigns continues his run of dominance. This is is dominance. He's cheating. This is exactly what I mean. This is, again, why I'm sick of Roman Reigns. 
it feels like fucking Groundhog Day. He does it the does. same thing. <laughs> yeah. They come out and they praise him over and over again about how mm-hmm. great he is. No, the guy is cheating to win every time. And right. it's just like they don't acknowledge it. We go right back to the same way of booking things. Hey, how about we put a stipulation in place so he can't do that again? He's done it four pay-per-views in a row. <laughs> what? Like, it's just I just can't watch it. That anymore. was the story I, I, they were building for the WrestleMania match. Of, like, the bloodline's it's, not there, and it's, then they it's, it's the ridiculous. There. It was so annoying, and that's why you're I didn't watch Raw. Dumb. You're calling me dumb as a viewer at this point. Like, yeah, you're insulting me, like, my intelligence as a yeah. viewer. Um, right. And that's why I'm like, I, I just could not watch Raw and sit and watch this farce again of going over, man, <laughs> one of the most dominant champions of our time. Uh, Cody had his moment, but he couldn't overcome. No, no, no. Cody had this guy beat. Yeah. And he cheated yeah. again. And we're not even going to, there's not even going to be any comeuppance for him cheating. Where are you, Adam Pierce? When are you going to do your fucking job? Like, what, <laughs> you, when are you going to do anything about this guy cheating? <laughs> I know that's that's it, it like doesn't make any sense that nobody on the show is calling this out nobody no. on the show is like hey you should stop like Adam mm-hmm. Pierce is the type of character who would be there right in that moment like Miz cheating it's like oh Adam Pierce is out here but they're yeah. like so afraid to have anybody call out Roman Reigns that I want somebody one day to be like I can't do this anymore this is bullshit you suck. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's like this is bullshit like I know this is what the company wants me to do but uh, I have to stop. And then, like, they get beat down by the bloodline for, like, not towing the line. Like, that yeah. would actually be kind of dope. Um, yeah, now Cody, come out and, Cody coming out and saying you were the better competitor is sick, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> sick. <laughs> Just Eloquent says, peace, fellas, sending support. Also, props to Dominic. Bro achieved nuclear levels of heat. Didn't think he had it in him. Um, somebody said on Twitter, I'm kind of stealing your point, and I'm sorry uh, that I'm not giving credit for this, but they Jeez. said that... Um, there's only ever going to be one Rey Mysterio. Yes. And every attempt at doing the next Rey Mysterio has flopped. Mm-mm. Yeah. Out of WWE. Even his son. But yeah, even his son. Yeah. But letting Dominic do his own thing and coming up with something unique to Dominic has been amazing for him. That that kid does not wrestle like Rey Mysterio. He, nope. I mean, he did the saddest 619 I've ever seen in my life. Mm. The, and... the, the worst three amigos in wrestling, bro. Yes, so <laughs> yeah. bad. Come on, man. <laughs> but him being himself and finally figuring out what he's doing on his own, he's, he's been great. great. Yeah. yeah, no, I love Dominic. I liked um, him on Raw when they beat up Bad Bunny. Like, I like him in that role. Like, this shitty little guy with a mullet that you just want to punch in the mouth. Good he's shit. great. Yeah, I've, Redman uh, yeah. says he's great. Okada, uh, Okada latest tweet: looking for new scenery. Hmm. I mean, he's. he's not gonna he's let good. Okada work out too. <laughs> Maybe. Tenruza says was wild seeing some Americans no sell the Wembley news. It's a historic announcement. Also, looking forward to catching up on Soccer Genesis tomorrow. Uh, yeah, no, we I mean, only care about our shit. Like, oh, it's overseas. I don't care. I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> gaming yeah. from canada says shout out to the guns for that epic entrance might have made me a fan <laughs> ryan says just wanted to tell you guys i've only been listening a few months but grapsity has become my favorite show and i look forward to it every week have a great day in easter guys yep yeah, tomorrow Thanks, is ryan. easter appreciate uh, i bought my kids did you know they make fruity pebbles bunnies now like they the like chocolate bunnies and not chocolate but they're like so they've got one that's like white chocolate but it has Fruity Pebbles pieces in it, and they made another one that's uh, chocolate and has Cocoa Pebbles pieces in it. Yeah. I bought them both. I bought one of each for my kids. Mm. And uh, America, America is grotesque, man. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know what's happened in the last like three years, but Fruity Pebbles has suddenly become like yeah. a big thing. It's like in everything at this it's point, it's in everything. Yeah. Like everybody's no. doing Fruity Pebbles flavored stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen they've got. I saw like the little snack pack puddings that are like fruity pebbles flavors now. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't know why this happened, yeah. but I saw yeah, just just I like saw, we don't know why diabetes and all these other. <laughs> are I saw <laughs> fruity country. pebbles flavored, which is funny because like I've been doing this for years and I make pancakes for my kids every week, every Sunday. But I saw they had like just fruity pebbles pancake mix, and I'm like, you mean that thing I do where I just pour fruity pebbles in the pancake mix? Y'all are just like selling this as a as a flavor of pancakes and yes, just go buy a box of fruity pebbles. Just drop it no. in your pancake mix. You got fruity pebbles pancakes. All in great, capitalism, baby. man. Yeah, take yeah. something that already exists and sell it to people <laughs> like it didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. I mean, look. I mean, but then again, KFC with the uh, the famous bowls when those first came out. I remember my boy worked at KFC at the time when they was first hit, and he was like. This is how we used to have to eat lunch because we had such short breaks that we were like, all right, just give me mashed potatoes. Just give me some chicken. I'm going to just dump the chicken over it, and I'm going to just like throw some corn over it, and we'll just eat this. And then one day when they were like, the KFC Famous Bowl. And he's like, that's literally what we ate because that's all we had time for. The KFC Labor Union uh, Bowls. <laughs> I only got five the, minutes the, for this. Uh, the, the, the KFC uh, Weedhead Bowl. <laughs> yes. Eloquent said the Mavs are corny for punting on play in chance. Hey man, corny. what did you expect from the Dallas Mavericks? Um, this is a very uh, Dallas Mavericks thing to do. Not Mark surprised Cuban. by this in any way. It's yeah. just this is a Mark Cuban thing to do. Mm-hmm. Eloquent says SRS has a great impaler DDT. <laughs> what the hell was Sean Rossap doing outside DDT and Shazza? <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the that, that rivalry has come. The rivalry between SRS and Shaza has come to a head, and he hit her with a DDT. I, I mean, think, <laughs> I think the funniest she, thing about it is him ripping off the mask and him going, <laughs> "Yeah, it's me," and everybody's like, "Who?" And he's just like, "Yeah, it's me," and everybody starts start moving. <laughs> Great hit, nah, SRS. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll say that. Some of the things that, like, Sean did get a response there. Like, that, that is mm-hmm. um, kind of an all-time funny uh, where's the lie kind of moment. But uh, the... <laughs> <Where's> the <lie? laughs> but the I'll, I'll say this, though. I think it's weird that you can't win with certain people when you're oh, in no. wrestling media. Yeah, because never. there's two ideas out there, right? Mm-hmm. There's... The one side that says, uh, and I hear, I've heard Disco Inferno say it multiple times, which is um, that, you know, these guys have never been in a ring, uh, and so they don't know what they're talking about. And he said that specifically about Sean, and I was like, you know, Sean trained to wrestle, Sean right? Sean has like, been in a ring. Yeah, Sean yeah. has been in a ring, and he, mm-hmm. he got injured, but Sean trained to wrestle before he ever uh, got into wrestling media. But I was like, okay, that, let that slide, right? And now that he uh, he's... He's been training uh, for some time now, and he's getting back in the ring. Now I'm seeing people going, um, oh, wrestling media needs to stay out of the ring. And I think, so it's either wrestling media doesn't know what they're talking about because they've never been in the ring, or wrestling or, media needs to stay on the other side. Yeah, but, but they can't seem to win in terms there's of... There's no in-between. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, Sean in particular just cannot win with certain people. There are certain people that have just decided they've hate this man, and so no matter what he does, they'll complain about it. I, mm. I just don't know why you care so much about what this guy does. It just uh, If you know you don't like him, just avoid what he does. It just doesn't make it's sense. It's pretty easy. And it's really easy to avoid people you don't like. Guys, Twitter has a mute button. Yeah. Yeah, I have be, Elon Musk blocked on Twitter. I and it's I'll his be platform. Blocking and muting hell. Up here. I'm even. I don't even argue no more. I'm just like gone. Uh, Later, loser. Yeah. See ya. Like you do not have to. Like I don't understand the whole posting screenshots of people who blocked you to be like, hey, it's a badge of honor. I got blocked by this guy. Like, get yeah. out of here. No, you're you're a loser. Big loser. That that Big is loser, loser behavior, bro. Jake Salazar said so. Who Keith going to have help him against Swerve in the embassy? Uh, I think it's um, uh, Shane Taylor Promotions. That's my guess. Uh, he yep. says, also, why WWE suck with this bloodline story right now? Chapters in a story supposed to be one, two, and three, not back to one. Not back, <laughs> not one, two, back to one. Van Twinblade says, how many men will it take to hold Reg back? <laughs> Lamora says, I went to the AEW show on Wednesday and my weeb self uh, was hyped at all the Tokyo Joshi and DDT representation across Dark Dynamite and ROH. Thank you, oh, Kenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true because you got to see Miyu Yamashita on, uh, on ROH. You also got to see Riho mm-hmm. on Dynamite. And, and, shout, she and- shout out to Miyu Yamashita for uh, I was at West Coast Pro last night. I didn't get to watch any wrestling on the tv a little bit uh i clocked into but she had an amazing match with uh, masha slamovich the west coast pro women's champion uh miyu like you said she had that match with athena a couple days ago and then this match after that is like yo these people are going crazy i think she has a crazy match tonight too on that defy show also so these uh japanese women's wrestlers japanese men's wrestlers are like really out there going for it uh the west coast pro show was really quick, really quick. I want to say the West Coast Pro Show was a great time. A bunch of really incredible matches. Brian Keith and Jordan Oliver had a banger of a match. My homies really went for it. A lot of great hard hitting action. Uh, the power bombs and Tiger Drivers were off the charts. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey and Michael Oku was the match of the night. Michael Oku's a great wrestler from out in the UK. He's been having some amazing showings out here. In America and Speedball Mike Bailey, well, I talked to him in too much at this point. Uh, so yeah, a great show out there at West Coast Pro. All the homies represented. My homie Alpha Zoe had a match with Leo Rush. That just like I um, wrestling is not supposed to make you cry all the time, but like when you see your friends uh, have a moment uh, that they work so hard for. My homie Zoe has worked at this point for years but for the last year he's been working so hard to become a better wrestler he's been working on his physique he's been working on his promo skills he's been tearing it up out here in northern california trying to become the best wrestler that he can last night he had a huge moment leo rush is one of the best wrestlers in the whole world zoe had his family out there at one point (laughs) zoe's grandparents was there at one point he had leo on a chair and he's like chopping zoe uh chopping leo and uh, Zoe's grandma's like, yeah, get him. She's like uh, being stunt granny. I loved it. It was amazing. But Zoe ended up getting the victory against Leo Rush. And like, I'm like, you can't be crying out here. There's people out here. Like some wave of emotion just like washed over me. Because when you see your friends just succeed and 
and be able to live out these great moments in front of their family, in front of the world, in front of all these people. It's just great to see, man. It was so great. And Leo Rush is so fucking dynamic, dude. He can bring any crowd anywhere. As soon as he starts his running all over Spider-Man between your legs up over the ropes type bit, like there's not another wrestler in the world that doesn't like him. So shout out to Leo Rush for being a great opponent for Zoe. Shout out to Zoe for getting a super huge win, man. Great moment, man. I loved every moment of it. Shout out to West Coast Pro, my homies. Uh, Chris Hero was in attendance. He is now the matchmaker for West Coast Pro. He was doing a tremendous job leading and coaching and giving out great advice. Shout out to my homie Scott, of course, West Coast Pro owner. And Benny also, Benny Massaro, for being a great wrestler and a great promoter slash booker. Just uh, if you haven't been to a West Coast Pro show, if you're ever in Northern California, please pull up, man. It's a time like no other. Rest in peace to Kid Zombie. That's it. That's mine. Shout out to uh, Last. Michael Oku. And hopefully he ends up on the all-in card. Uh, oh, yeah. Great spot for him. And Jericho already told, told him on the podcast. He, he needs that spot, man. He- Last night, I missed a lot of the wrestling, too. I haven't seen. I saw SmackDown. I didn't see Rampage or Battle mm-hmm. of the Belts yet. Um, and haven't seen Sakura Genesis because I went to Lucha Libre and Laughs. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, I heard that it was pretty promotion. great last time that they had a show. It was fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was fun last night. Um, Effie was in the building, and uh, Warhorse and Maki Ito mm. um, all had the, the big marquee matches. Uh, Warhorse actually just became the Triple L champion. Nice. Uh, so, Speaking of um, Na- Maki Ito, another shout-out real quick. If you are in Oakland, California tonight, Hood Slam has a show. Maki Ito's on the show. My girl Trisha Dora is on the show. Shout out to Dark Sheik. If you are in the area, Hood Slam is going to be going on tonight. I think it's at the Continental Club. Great time. If you want to get drunk and see some crazy wrestling, Hood Slam is going on. Well, I was going to say Triple L, um, Lucha Libre and Laughs, just announced their 10-year anniversary show coming up in June. And Miyu Yamashita will be on the card. They announced. So, uh, although they also, much like Tony Khan said, Yamashita. And I went, "Uh, (laughs) stop saying that. Um, But uh yeah it's a it was a great time last night um i took my wife for the first time and she had a blast uh because it's a stand-up comedy and professional wrestling show and it's it's always different comics and they always kind of bring a different flavor because they don't really know what they're getting into when they get there and so they Mm -hmm. they come in there and they'll tell their uh jokes and sometimes they'll be like you know, I didn't know I was coming to like a wrestling wrestling show. I didn't know that y'all had it like this. And uh so it's always great. Sometimes they'll stick stick around and do like commentary over matches. Uh it's always a fun time. It was sold out yesterday too. It, it was packed to the rafters. Um mm-hmm. I literally sat in the very, very back row because I got there kind of late. Um I got there like right as they started. And then I ended up leaving. I was gifted a Mariah Carey uh pop vinyl, which will be my wow. third which will be my third. And then I accidentally left it there. And so uh, I was like, fuck, man. I was like really excited to have received that because she's in the fantasy gear from this one. And so I just, I reached out to the uh, the Triple L uh, Twitter account because like uh, there's a few people I could have messaged, but I'm like, let me see if I just message who's running that account. And I said, hey, weird question. Did y'all happen to find like a Mariah Carey pop mm-hmm. final anywhere? And they responded with maybe. And said that to me. <laughs> you so. saw what your uh your man nick cannon was saying about mariah he's like man that's the best girl i ever had yeah man. i did see that yeah. <laughs> uh-huh 
Nick Cannon's uh, a damn fool. <laughs> so I will be getting my my pop vinyl back and adding yeah. that back to the collection. But shout out to whoever gifted that to Will. That's dope. So it was uh that was that was very kind. But yeah, ser- mm-hmm. seriously, um, everybody, uh, if you're in the Denver area, uh, I just want to check out some local pro wrestling. Uh, Lucha Libre and laughs is always a good time, and uh, I've been to a couple shows now. It's fun. It's, it's nope. a great time. Uh, Jake Salazar says, wonder if Nick Wayne going to help Keith Lee. I mean, like I said, I think uh, Nick Wayne, he turns 18 July 10th, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I know that as soon as that happens, he is moving into AEW TV. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which is so weird. And I say that just because my first podcast was June 18th, 2005. I've been podcasting longer than Nick Wayne's been alive. Yeah. <laughs> he was literally born after episode three of RBR. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I had that thought yesterday because I had to double check something. Uh, you know, when people put songs on Twitter and it's like, yeah, that was a jam. And so I saw Get Thrown. I was like, yeah, Get Thrown was a big record. And I was like, 2005. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, like, yeah, I don't like when is... they put the dates I was on like, it. I was like, Get Thrown is almost 20 years old. And I had to look it up to make sure. And I was like, it is. So I was like. Yeah, I don't like when they put the dates on it. It makes me feel old as hell. They're like, oh, this song came out 23 years ago. I, I'm like, did it? <laughs> I, I remember where I was when Get Thrown came out. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. I know. Look, guys. Uh, you're talking about 2005 and me bringing up Mariah Carey again. Uh, an album that was considered her comeback album, The Emancipation of Mimi, um, which was one of the best-selling albums of 2005, which means she had a comeback album nearly 20 years ago. She back. 20 years ago. <laughs> this is the Platinum Edition, by the way, that has the bonus tracks. Couldn't go outside without hearing a fucking Mariah Carey record in 2005. Jeez. Oh, yeah. The number one song of 05 was We Belong <laughs> Together. And the only reason, you know, it's kind of an accomplishment that the only reason she didn't have more number ones that year was because she would have had to knock herself off to mm. get another number one. Like, she literally had We Belong Together at number one. And as um, Shake It Off was going up the charts, it couldn't knock off Mariah's other track. She literally what was like, was, uh, I'm real, Ja Rule and uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, that was, oh, one, wasn't it? Oh, uh, that was before that. I was like, that would have been another Mariah. I mean, but that was, that. I mean, well, that was, I'm real, Ja Rule. Well, that's so funny because that's what sparked the beef between mm-hmm. J-Lo and uh, Mariah mm-hmm. was, I'm mm-hmm. real. Because mm-hmm. that song was made in response to Mm-hmm. If we off of the glitter soundtrack, uh, Mariah and Ja Rule and Rule, baby, <laughs> and Ja Rule. And <laughs> do you remember that whole thing? I, that was one of my funniest, uh, the funniest bits I remember from Twitter was where uh, white Twitter had discovered what JLo was saying at the beginning of that track where she mm. goes, are you Ellie? Oh, and like yeah. people were like, and white folks were like, wait, she's just spelling. Are you L E? We're like, we thought she said, are you Ellie? Like, yeah. And they're like, no, it was, are you L E? Like, that's a thing. Ja Rule would say regularly. And they're like, seriously, we thought she was asking a question. Uh, <laughs> <all the time. laughs> yeah. 
No, that that uh that uh every time I think of stuff like that, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite uh Joe Budden meltdowns from his podcast of um when they go over like what is pop and like they're arguing over this song and at one point he just yells out, Ja Rule wrote it <laughs> Speaking of which, by the way, <laughs> I can't believe this Pusha T argument that's happening all over Twitter what right now. What is this? Jimmy Why jo- is this? J- Jim. Listen, Jim Jones got to get out of here. What happened? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't here, know Jim. the story. What is you the story gotta, You got to listen to the clip. The, There's a clip of Jim Jones on uh, from Rap Caviar. And uh, there he's saying basically that Pusha's not in his top 50 rappers. And well, so they were specifically talking about that Rolling Stone list that came out of the top yeah, fifty rappers, okay. and they were saying that Pusha T doesn't belong on that list. What? And yeah. he's not he's not top fifty. And, and Jimmy is pretty adamant. There's another guy on there, can't remember his name, wearing a white hoodie, and he's like, "Yeah, but does he have any classic albums or classic songs outside of clips?" And I'm just like, "What?" what? It's like you, you you can't just throw the clip stuff out. First of all, you can't yes. do that. And then he was I like, hate when people do that, besides this, well, there is no besides this because he has that. I mean, the, the points they were trying to make was that um, you can't put him up there without, I mean, because there, the point Jimmy was saying was, um, and like, if he wasn't trying to hammer it in so hard, because he was starting to sound like a hater at one point, but like he starting was starting to. The, <laughs> well, so the point he was no, starting he was a big time hater from the beginning. Yeah. Well, the start yeah. the point he was starting with, and again, you're mucking up the criteria of the list because it's, we're talking about rappers, not song makers. Because he was like, um, you don't hear Pusha T tracks outside. You don't go to the club and hear Pusha T tracks and all but of that. That's not true. And so, and then they were like, well, you hear clips, and he's like, well, then put clips on the list, but don't say Pusha T because Pusha T didn't have hits like that. These um, arguments are always like, well, what about Black Thought? He was in the roots, and you're not going to count Black Thought. Black Thought can't fucking rap because there's not his songs playing, and he can rap better than yeah, all. Right. And I'm saying, like, if you're talking about, you know what I mean? Like, if that's what we're talking about, that means you're disrespecting if, Black Thought, and we're not about to do that. Yeah, if you're saying hip hop artists, that's a different conversation than rappers. And I think that, um, so like. I don't know. I don't, I'm not in the mood, and I don't think it was correct to sit there and try to discredit Pusha because, especially yeah, the last couple crazy. of years, what Pusha's nah, done. You know, I think Pusha has it, had. It, you can say Pusha hasn't had like hit singles like that, but you can then say that Pusha has had critically acclaimed albums. Yes, last year everybody was saying Pusha T is my favorite album. Like every list yes. of hip hop album was like Pusha T is number it was, one. It was in the top. It was at the top of every list last year. What? Um, what? What when and I last one too? When I was really ready to cut it off is when he jumped to that point where he was like, "Yeah, but ain't nobody out here trying to be like Push. Ain't nobody trying to rap like Push." I was like, "Jimmy, what are you saying, bro?" And then, at the, and then at the end of it, he yo, then he was like, "Man, I put a bunch of rappers over it." And homie was like, "Big Sean over over Push," and he was like, "Yeah, easily." Okay. I was like, "Get whoa, the fuck out of here! What are you talking whoa, about?" Again, whoa. if you're talking about hit makers, maybe. If you're talking about simply rap prowess, no. This was this was this was some big trolling. And, like obviously, and not just big, big trolling. Sean, it was some hating. But yeah. again, it's the argument that because we go, have this argument with wrestlers all the time, where you know they'll say, uh, "Who's the best wrestler? The wrestler who made the most money, right?" Yeah. Or uh, 
And so yeah. the the mm. so I and I feel like it was that conversation. I feel like Jim Jones really came off like Bully Ray in this conversation. <laughs> that's who he was reminding me of, right? Where he's like, oh "Well, God. where who made the most money?" Yeah, yeah. where he's like, "Who made the most money?" You know, who? Because he was, you know, in a roundabout way trying to say that, you know, why ain't I on this list? You know, <laughs> I, I made we fly high. Like, uh, why? Why am I not? Because you're, like, you're not better than Push. If nobody else no. tell you that, Jeff, <laughs> I will tell you that. Not. You're no. not better than Come Push. On, when, when he tried to slide in there, Cameron, Cameron over Push, and then he slid in there, Jim Jones, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, no, no. you're not better than him. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, he, and then he got real nasty towards the end when he was like, yeah, NBA young boy over Push. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, he did say that. Okay. He said oh, NBA oh, young boy oh, over oh, Push. Oh, he oh, he oh, absolutely oh. – he Stop said it. NBA young boy over push. Uh, uh, but again, not. if we're talking about hit no. makers versus rappers, but again, it's what? the same argument we hear wrestling all the time. If they said, uh, gun to your head, name one NBA young boy bar <laughs> dead, you would never see me again. Dead. That'd be the last time you ever saw me. Listen, my, so, listen, my uh, brain's all over the side of this wall, bro. I'm <laughs> what? 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 Oh he, my he, nah, God. he was bucking. And, and that's no knock at Sean. I like Sean. That's no knock no, at Cameron either. Fit. But no. Is that a knock at NBA Youngboy? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, we're not doing a push like that. Nah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Nasty. NBA Youngboy fans be out here. I'm kidding. Nah, He's a great rapper. But that's still, yeah. that's still a nasty take, bro. Like, nah, we're not disgusting. doing that to push. And man. then like, for him on. to at any point to try to say he's better too is nasty. Joe no, even, even, <laughs> I don't even like the whole. Didn't Youngboy no. just drop a track with Nicki Minaj? Like, I just heard it yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even like the whole nobody. Nobody wants to rap like him. That's just not true. That's like, what are you wild. talking about? Just but again, he, again, he's still talking about it from a money making standpoint. He's mm. saying that Even where's his? Know. He was like, where's Push's influence on the culture? Where's you know? Ain't nobody got Arby's and McDonald's commercials. Come I on, know, bro. right? <laughs> Come on, Come bro. On. He 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 dished the fish sandwich on. He for dished Arby. the fish sandwich he, he, on. TV. He wrote, "I'm loving it, bro." Come on, you know. Uh, no, I, I, and I think cocaine Cameron, bear. Come on, bro. What are you talking about? I, and I think what he was a, attempting to do with the Big Sean thing and say that Pusha was like just a member of Kanye's entourage. No, he was the best rapper on that label for a minute. Yeah. Oh, that 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 was why he brought up Big Sean because he was oh, like because he said that Pusha was never like the front man. Um, no. And he said he was like he was just a member of Kanye's entourage, That's and he was right. like, and, if, and then he said, and if we're talking about right. members of Kanye's entourage, I think Big Sean was better than Pusha. That, that's crazy talk. Push was the best rapper on that label for a minute, yeah. man. That that was his label. Like, why do you like? He was running plays. He, he was, was the president of the he label. About it, this is crazy. He was the president of the label. No for disrespect a to this Big Sean though, because he gets a lot of disrespect. I think he can rap very, very well. He's a, a very good rapper, but mm -hmm. he's not better than Push. That's crazy. Yeah, no, nah, and I, I'm a big fan of the Big Sean Hit Boy project he put out like last year. Yeah, I like Sean, well, but to, to, no, we're not. Yeah. No, like I, I get the conversation in that because um, I know that there's people who feel kind of similarly when they say like, why does everybody talk about Andre 3000 as the best mm -hmm. when like y'all just sleep on Big Boy? Like there wouldn't be an outcast without the two of them. Yeah, and so like you put when you put Andre 3000 on all these lists, but Big Boy never gets put on the list. That like I get where that argument. conversation comes. Uh, we hear that all the time, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, that's recognizing the individual prowess of the artists. Right. Again, if we're talking about um, the top 
artists, if we're talking about hit makers, then Outkast has to be mentioned in the yes. conversation. But if you're talking about the rappers, then you're specifically talking about Big Boy and Andre as but separate entities. But I feel entities. like Push is both, though, because he killed it in clips, and then he's been doing exceptional things for a he, long time as a he, solo artist. He hasn't had a bad solo album, in my opinion. No! Yeah. And, Only uh, a couple of them weak-ass Kanye beats. Yeah, uh, nah. I, I that was I was sitting watching that video yesterday. Like, what is Jimmy talking about? Like, he he, he got to get out of here. Stay on the weather report, big yeah. dog. DNC Digital says, <laughs> "Peace and love, guys." I may uh, be selective here, but Roman is reaching 1,000 days as Universal Champion. All records he's breaking are from the WWE Championship lineage. Do you feel it applies anyway? Um, I mean, WWE pick and choose picks and chooses when they want it to apply. Yeah, um, and so <laughs> that's... if they decide that it applies to both, they're gonna write history. I love how they change the money in the bank cash in so many times. Like sometimes the wrestler has to be standing up when they get in the ring. Sometimes it doesn't matter. Like they change. It's like whatever the story talks whatever about that they, day is what it is. Whatever they want it to be that day. Jake says, Reg, sorry to hear about your favorite tag team, the Guns Losing. I, I guess many men do wish death upon them, SMH. Uh, Mateo says, Hi guys, how do you feel about Cody's Instagram post? I don't know what Cody's Instagram post is. Uh, I guess I will open uh, the old IG and uh, let's. Let's go to the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. I will say. say He said, a long week. I know last Sunday was not the result I'd hoped for, and I know many fans were disappointed as well. I make no excuses. I lost. I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, tell you how much I enjoyed the ride until Sunday night, and furthermore, Monday night. Uh, I would like to thank (laughs) many thanks uh, a bunch of people, um, a whole bunch of people. Uh, <laughs> and then he says, in addition, Nick Khan for taking care of my family through the festivities. Uh, lastly, the 200,000 fans who attended the weekend overall. Okay, you have to stop saying 200,000. That boy put some sauce on it. No, but you have to stop saying it. Like, because Hunter said it too. Hunter was like, we had 180,000 fans. No, no you sold 180,000 tickets. Yes. But the fact that you had multiple people there, lots of people who were there. Both, Both nights. nights, you did not have one hundred and eighty thousand no. fans. But it's the same thing when, like, somebody says, um, you know, Cody Rhodes himself will say, "I won the Royal Rumble. I outlasted thirty other people or twenty nine other people." No, because you were number thirty, and that would imply that no one was eliminated before you. That's not how that works. You didn't get in the ring, and there were twenty nine guys in there, and you started tossing them out. There was like yeah. three guys left or something. Uh, yeah. And he says, unwavering and motivating. I want to be a champion this Monday. I hope to speak about my future with WWE and what may be next for me. You oh, so you, gun. I mean, look, everybody's doing this right now. His future with WWE is that that guy signed for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he, he's going to be there. <laughs> uh, and they may even add nine months on top of that because Stop of the time it. he was gone. Uh, he's not going anywhere. He's Cody's not going anywhere. He's, he's, having, he's having a blast there. Yeah. Um, man, I forgot to say that during the part we talked about WrestleMania. Being in the building for that, whoa, man, whoa, shook the arena, yeah. bro. Mm. Yeah, and they got to do it a few times. Yeah, because uh, the song shook the through. arena. One of the loudest reactions of the entire weekend. They said, "Loop the big dog's theme up," because he ain't gonna have it afterwards. <laughs> yep. 
No, that was the sign. That the first sign I knew he was losing was when they went over to Brandy and Liberty before yeah. the match, and I went, "Isn't that a thing you do after somebody wins?" Yes, let the boy soak it in. Give Miss Pyro. Let him kiss his wife, his baby, his mama, his little homie, and mm. then disappointment all around. Stupid. Uh, John Merritt says, "So, any of you guys coming to London?" No, because I will be at. I've already made my all-out travel plans um, for the following week, and I think far away, away, man. I think my wife would kill me if I <laughs> uh, said actually I'm going to London the week before, and she's never been to London. So to be like, cool? hey, I'm going to London without you, and then uh, um, no, not gonna no, work. I don't, I don't. I do not currently have plans to go to London. If you yeah, are I mean, offering to pay to send us to London, yeah, uh, nah. If y'all check, trying man. to, if y'all trying to <laughs> flood us out, we, I'm out there. Yeah, what time? Uh, let's see. Coffee Black says, "Shout out to the Grab City fam." Reg got to put that wrestling is about disappointment quote on a t-shirt. <laughs> You're right. I got to. It's got to have the face too. It's got to have the Reg face of from the meme. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Sp- Somebody draw that. Speaking speaking of hip hop stuff, boy. I've been very forgiving of Drake stuff, but that uh that Drake record he dropped with that Kim K sample, <laughs> trash. <laughs> Sick individual, man. Trash. His Lucy, I think he always does this. Trash with Lucy, because he knows that people are going to talk about him in extensive format, and they have been, and it works every single time. And then he's going to drop an album, people are going to forget about it. But we see you, Drake. We know what you're doing. You're a nasty nah, individual. <laughs> hey, he's dropped other Lucys I really like. This one, this one wasn't it, but not so much. This was not it. Uh, Tamel says, why did people expect Cody to beat Roman on his first try when it took a couple tries for Roman to climb the Brock Mountain? Um, but that sucked. That uh, yeah. <laughs> that was the thing people were saying about Roman was, in addition to him being overpushed, they are like, it's not just that you're overpushing him, it's that you're overpushing him and then failing to commit. Yeah. And they were like, the failure to commit to Roman is also harming his babyface run. Look, don't ever use, the, I will say this to anybody, Tamel included. Roman's babyface run is not the example for anything other than what yeah. not to do because yep. that is con- that should be considered a flop in every regard. Roman Reigns is a very successful heel, possibly the most successful heel of all time. Yep. I think he's going to be considered an all-time great. Mm-hmm. That babyface run, though, should be considered a flop in every regard. Yeah. Nothing about that work. He was stuck in the Brock vortex. That was not good. Him, Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe for a little bit. None, Everybody none was stuck was, in the Brock vortex, and it was bad. We all hated it. <laughs> yeah, so to answer your question, why did we think um, this was going to be different? Because I foolishly thought that this company would learn their lesson, and they tricked me, and I will never be tricked again because I learned <laughs> this. I learned this last weekend that they will never learn. They will keep making the same mistakes. Yeah. Uh, Last year says, finally, AEW lets Jade have longer matches more often lately. I want to see her against Emi Sakura. Give them 15 minutes and let them tear the house down. Um, How was the match with Billy Starks last night? I didn't get a chance to see that. I haven't seen it either. Have you seen it, though? I thought it was pretty good. I really like the way they're building up uh, Taya as her next opponent. Um, I thought that uh, we weren't going to get that match by double or nothing, but it seems like they're trying to stretch this out, so maybe we are. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, Yeah, double or nothing is going to sneak up on us. Uh, Wrestle Voice says, love you guys and the positivity you bring to the black community. With Sonata going over last night, which pay-per-view do you see Okada participating in and against whom? Also, what is the main event for Forbidden Door, All Out 2, and All In? Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what is the plan for Okada next. Uh, he's been champion long enough. You could build stories around him not being champion. 
Um, I'm interested to see where this goes for Sonata. Uh, I don't know. Forbidden Door, that main event is kind of wide open at the moment. Um, I think I they might do Ken and Will at the All In show. Yeah. Um, I honestly, at all, healthy by then. Yeah, at All In, honestly, I would do. Um, Kenny and I would do Kenny and Max honestly, but no main event. Mm-hmm. I, so specifically saying main event, mm-hmm. I genuinely think that if you don't main event with Jamie Hader, that's a missed opportunity. Especially considering the first stadium show AEW ran, they main evented with Ruby Soho and um, Britt Baker, and I think that when you have a homegrown Soraya against UK, Soraya? Ta- UK talent in um, in Jamie Hader. To give her a moment like that in front of those fans would be the biggest thing they could do. I, I think like that they'd all be for it, and I think Definitely. it would be a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> they they would go nuts. Yeah, I think it would probably. be the biggest reaction of the night having Jamie mm-hmm. Hader close out that show. Now people are just going insane out there. Yeah, that's a that that'd be like I like honestly, I think if you want to like kind of screw the fans a little bit at all in. Um, you could go MJF. No, what I was going to say is on one side of it, you could do AEW world title MJF versus pack, right? Like a match we've never seen before. Uh, and you'd have the fans all behind pack, but Mm -hmm. not give them what they want. Cause you know, MJF's going to win that. But then on the other side of it, you send them home happy with a Jamie hater victory. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely think that they should, uh, get the, Ref Pro uh, British Heavyweight Championship on that card somehow. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what is the plan for Great Khan, who is the current champion, but he should uh, defend the belt at that at that show. And I Damn, think I'm all in on this now. All of a sudden, MJF versus Pack. Why didn't I ever think of that? That's like <laughs> I think in the All Out main event, it should be that should be where Ken faces Max. Yeah, I think you've got to do Kenny versus Max really soon. Yeah, um, and. But also, I kind of now think that Kenny should be the guy to beat Max. I wasn't sure if he should be the guy, but his last few babyface appearances um, have all performed well. I mean, ratings-wise, they performed well. The crowds are into him. People want to see Kenny as lead babyface right now. I thought the show this week missed him. Like It did. Having him the last couple of weeks, it's been like, yeah, Kenny Omega, and I think it should continue to be that. And he was there. He you saw the video, I'm sure. Uh, shout out Victor, but he brought the oh, wrestling yeah. club. Um, yeah, I saw a couple of pictures. That I don't think so they've been posted cool, yet, but uh, mm-hmm. I saw the pictures with Jade in them, and it was mm-hmm. uh, it was really cool. Uh, but so yeah, Kenny. Cool. But Kenny was excited to meet them. Uh, mm-hmm. I was told that the story was that Kenny heard they were in the building and wait, the wrestling club is here, and he ran wow. to see them. Because he was he that was excited. His, he was in his basketball shorts. He, was like, <laughs> yeah. he looked like, he no, was like that, in a locker room just hanging out. Right. Yeah, and that, that's how that went was that he's like, wait, wait, from Twitter? The wrestling club? They're here? From Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We got to get, get Victor on the show, man. And, and Kenny went and yeah. saw them. It wasn't a case of like they were like asking to meet Kenny. That's how much that's of a so fan cool, of them man. Kenny was. And that's, he like brought them the, the IWGP belt. One of them was holding the belt in the picture. So yeah. Cool, no, that man. was cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's good on amazing. Them. Uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to Victor for getting them to WrestleMania this weekend and Man. actually giving that kid, those kids some great experiences. Getting them backstage at the at the show at UBS. It's dope. They gonna have um, to get I, Victor the uh, Warrior Award. I know, that. right? He's name next year. This is crazy. Straight up. Yeah, yeah no, like straight it. up. They do need yeah. to get from this Warrior Award. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. I, I I saw him for a brief second at uh at Supercard of Honor. Um, I I saw him walking in. And I said hello. 
Uh, I didn't get a chance to say like I saw the kids across the way I saw where they were sitting and I wanted to say hi I didn't get a chance to because I got into supercar late and then I had to go to the media scrum media scrum I was not intending to go to by the way when I walked in there they were like huh we have an extra head here all of a sudden (laughs) Uh, because you weren't on the list Will and I'm like yeah I know I wasn't intending on being here but that was so funny the end of (laughs) the end of the scrum was just the three of us asking questions back to back (laughs) yeah yeah, well, they, yeah. Here. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll complete the Grapsity line, all three of us. Because, uh, yeah, Phil asked this question, and it was Reg, and I was like, all right, I'll, just, I'll go Can't next. Can't take us nowhere, man. I yeah. mean, if you're going to let us ask questions, we're going to ask questions every single time. Like, oh, no one else? Hey, hand me the mic, you bro. got the credit, though. That was like the first thing at the beginning. Tony Khan was like, righteous Reg uh, <laughs> was the one who said it last year, and it created the... Mm-hmm. We did it. It created the the line that me got... with this show. Phil got all in going like, come on, man, come on, man. Uh, Darren says WWE draft made no sense when wrestlers are on both shows. Also, you see La Rosa Negra uh, Twitter. Her and Tessa made up. I did um, see that. I did see that as well. I uh, saw the picture. Uh, Brian Idol also said they had a follow up chat on Monday too. So it's um, like. Yeah. I don't know. I I did see Tessa at uh, Russell Kahn. Um, I don't know, man. I, you know, I don't want to be the guy to be like, it's too late for anybody to get forgiveness. (laughs) Uh, But I do think that she waited so long. and It's been a long time, Phil. (laughs) Yeah, I think she, that's going to hurt her reception with a lot of people uh, because Mm -hmm. this could have been done years ago. Right. Uh, this, I mean, this goes all the way back to before the pandemic. Like, yes, so, <laughs> I know, right? That was when it came out. Was before yes. the pandemic. Yeah. Forget about when it happened. Right? Uh, it came Jeez. out before the pandemic. It's been a and long literally three years. Minimum. I mean that 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 Tesla tweet, by the way, is gonna be is gonna go down as like you know when you see those uh, moments before unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. That tweet from Tesla talking about. Um, uh, you know, so women should just support women, each other. Support women and good things yeah. happen for you. <laughs> oh, Tessa. Um, yeah, nah, I don't know. I don't know if this is leading to anything. Um, hopefully, uh, La Rosa is in a good place and she's in a good place to forgive her after that. And that's what I'm concerned about. Um, everything that else happens after that, I don't yeah, know. Yes, and it's I all about La Rosa, however, La Rosa feels about it because it's all on her back at this yeah, point. Yeah, she now. was she was the one that was wrong and. I I think it also should be said that uh, if Rosa forgives her, that doesn't mean all right. Just accept her back then. Yeah, no, it seems like she works. wronged a bunch of other individuals yeah, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. And so I think if she wants to make amends, she has to be honest and accountable about what actually happened. And yeah. speaking of Russell Con, we would be remiss to not say rest in peace to Bushwhacker Butch. 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 For. Yes passing away this week it happened at wrestlecon like he flew apparently like this is the first time he flew over to america in like a decade and it seems like his body just couldn't handle it so he this stuff happened at the wrestlecon hotel like the first day that everything was supposed to go down so rest in peace to him the bushwhacker we've talked about that fucking family matters episode on this show before like when we were coming up as young kids 
in the early 90s the bushwhackers were like that tag team that you they were in all the video games i have the all the advertisements yeah. i have the action figure that has the arms like that and you push the button and yes. it goes yes <laughs> i had that one too like they were the tag team to do they were if you were imitating a wrestler at the time, like somebody's gonna imitate the Bushwhackers with the fucking thing. So, yeah, rest in yeah. peace to that crazy story, crazy yeah. everything. Um, let's see. We got Sal says based on some of the reports, recent reports that Drew Galloway pop it all in is gonna be insane. His contract's not up to. He's got nine months to go. So right. That's what I'm like. To- Everybody, what's going on? He has a long time to go. There's plenty of time to work this out. Um. Uh, I am not willing to say, because I know some people are definitively saying, oh, he's going to stay. I'm not willing to say that for anything till it happens, because, look, we we are in a we very different it. industry than <laughs> yeah. we were four years ago. Nothing is guaranteed. Um, but that's and he's the- probably not going to be at All In, but that's definitely a decision that he's looking at like, whoa, that's, that's something. Like, it's lit. Look, guys, this is... The most fun time in wrestling in a mm. long time uh, when it comes to free agency because the idea that there's so many implications around every decision that's happening. I mean, look, the other big topic of the week, Jay White. Yeah. Jay White yeah. showed up in AEW. Off rip. They said, welcome to Dynamite. And he was running out there like that's a <laughs> Tony didn't wait for one minute. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's weird. I'm not used to this right now. But Jay White, Jay White is a company guy. And people forget that sometimes mm-hmm. because all of a sudden he's just posting all this AEW stuff. And he's like, <laughs> but it's weird seeing Jay White, who like a week right. ago wasn't an AEW wrestler. Mm-hmm. And now he's Catalyst. an AEW promotional mode because he's like he's he's like this is my company now he said we got to call this jew now uh and i thought this is where we're at now like jay jay white he said all right bro just link me to the aw socials and we're gonna go for it yeah Yeah. (laughs) he's he's uh, promoting rampage promoting dynamite coming up mm -hmm. this week and it doesn't even sound right because like that's like I'm not I'm used to Jay White being like when Jay White works American wrestling companies, it's always like kind of in a freelance kind of way. Yeah. So therefore, you know, I would never expect him to promote an American wrestling company the way he's doing right now, but he has suddenly become this company guy. Like to the point of where I almost wonder the first time I would have heard Jay White say WWE Universe, I might have like lost it been really weird. Just a little bit. But uh, there he is. He did sign with AEW. Um, uh, literally a week ago, we were asking on the show what we expected, and we were all kind of like, okay. A lot he of people kind of expected to see him at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and. Hmm? Yeah, he, um, I, I thought it was cool that they flipped that uh, that uh, entrance on his head because we all thought it was Jay White a few weeks ago. Like, wait a minute, Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, no, it's Juice. And so this week it was like, it's Juice. And then it was like. I was like, wait, Knife Pervert is here? Like, what's going on? (laughs) And then he got the All Elite graphic. So it wasn't even just like he's here making an appearance because I thought maybe that's what this is, just an appearance. But apparently he's been signed, which then begs the question, why is Adam Cole feuding with Chris Jericho? (laughs) What the hell happened here? Is that official yet? What, that he's feuding with Jericho? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Jericho literally cut a promo on him this week. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's... I don't want it. Uh, no, do you, but, you know that's where they're going double or nothing is Adam Cole no. versus Chris Jericho. <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho and Keith Lee this week. That's fun. 
Yeah, that's yeah. fun, and that's different. Yeah. And, and they're finding ways right now. I I knew it as soon as I saw that. I'm like, ah, this is how we reintroduce War versus Keith Lee to Dynamite mm-hmm. because it's been. Uh, mostly on Rampage as they try to retool what's going on with Swerve. And now that they've kind of got that going, now Swerve is being reintroduced to Dynamite. Keith is being reintroduced to Dynamite in separate matches, but I have a feeling by the end of the night it'll all come together. Chris Jericho just had to get him a piece, you greedy son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, the OJ White thing, of course we all were sitting here saying WWE because every report for weeks was saying that that's where he was going. And Everything WWE we thought hearing. it was. They had creative ready for him. Even yeah, their little uh, social, their BT Sports, they're all like, hey, Jay White, is he going to be here too? Yeah, like, everybody and, was kind of in on it. Everything seemed to be pointing his direction, but, you know, once that merger happened and it seems like <laughs> uh, their uh, signing practices have changed for now, I don't know if that's confirmed, but it would make sense with the merger. And I... I don't, don't even know work. if it's the merger as much as it was the preparation for the merger. I think mm-hmm. it was a second. The second that they said we're preparing this company to sell, I my thought is since Vince has been back and what he came back January. Since mm-hmm. Vince came back in January, I don't believe they've signed anybody since then. And so, I think it was yeah. a case of kind of freezing up the rosters and basically making no new expenditures while right. they prepare the company for sale. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Uh, they haven't signed anybody. Last new person to debut, what was Chelsea Green? Um, mm, and I think yeah. she was already signed at that point. We were, they right. were just waiting to debut her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean we've we've heard the reports of other people that are supposed to come in that we haven't seen yet, which is yep. weird. Like, where is Eric Young? This guy died mm-hmm. on Impact Television. Hasn't <laughs> been brought back to life. <laughs> we haven't seen him. So yeah, there was uh, uh, there was the rumors of both Hikaleo and Tamatanga, um, mm-hmm. and. They... Oh yeah, Dragon Lee is the last signing. This show. Oh, Dragon, Dragon Lee, yes. Lee, that's right. Dragon that's Lee, right, and yeah. that's more yeah. NXT. And yeah. if the plan for uh, for Jay White was NXT, don't do it. Don't do it. No, don't no. Do it. <laughs> that would have been awful. Uh-uh. That would have been yeah. absolutely awful. Could but... you imagine him walking out on that fucking stage no. in front of those? <laughs> oh god, no, I cannot. Um, but yeah, so I thought for the longest that's where this was going. Um, uh, the merger, of course, changes everything. Um, just preparation for it, and it seems like I don't want to be predicting it, but it seems like layoffs could be coming because it's a merger, mm. and that's usually what follows uh, yeah. is layoffs. Um, yeah, I had a wrestler jokingly send me a, a, a message that said, ooh, if I were carrying cross, I'd be finding a barrel <laughs> to hide in right now because uh... – uh, well, I mean, look, uh, you know, whoopsie. I watched SmackDown last night, but I actually want to think about that. I'm going to pull up the SmackDown results. Uh, SmackDown. I'm just curious about something SmackDown. What do you guys think is going to be the big change in this draft thing? Like, what, 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 what how are they going to get people? Because at right now, I'm like, what is it? There's, are they going to try to make more distinction here? Like, what is the, what's the point of this shit? You've, you've, you've got to move some women to SmackDown immediately. Gotcha. SmackDown's women's division yeah. has been hurting for a minute, mm-hmm. and I think they've got to shake up that division in particular because it's uh, not looking all that great over there. I think uh, bringing Rhea over is a good sign. Um, mm-hmm. They definitely needed her, but they need more star power in that women's division over there. You think the okay, uh, uh, there's a tag title match on Monday? You think Raquel and who's Raquel's partner? Is it Liv Morgan? Yes. I don't know who it is. You think they're going to beat Becky and uh, no Lita? No. 
No. I think they're still building towards Ronda and Shane to possibly. Oh, I forgot. And it's probably not going to happen until they do. Because they are going to do the Trish heel turn. Because I guess they want to do Trish and Becky at SummerSlam. Okay. um, Which would be dope. Uh, Yeah, I like that. And so I was correct. I needed to go up and down the SmackDown card from last night. Nobody who was re-signed by Hunter last year was on that show last night. Damn, man. And so, like, nobody from that run did the Hit Row, uh, Karrion Cross, um, even Braun was, uh, they, when Rick, Ricochet came out, they were like, Braun was told to stay behind. Oh, my and, God. <laughs> and uh, Well, because it was, it was Ricochet and they Ricochet versus Ivar, and so they left Eric backstage, and they said Braun was left backstage. But I yeah, thought, damn, man. Bray Wyatt, nobody. Nobody that they re-signed Ooh. under Hunter's regime was on that show. Good luck to them. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm of two minds with this uh, Jay White thing. Um, mm-hmm. I was interested to see... Uh, what kind of risk he would have taken if he would have went to WWE. I was -hmm. interested to see how he tried to change his character or how they repackaged him and see if he could, uh, he could thrive in that situation. Um, Now I think it was a safer bet to go to AEW because he's got, he's got, he's got people who's already worked there. He's got ready-made storylines for him. Um, He's got got established rivalries that he could go into. Uh, it would have been more risky for him to go there, but I also think the risk could have been worth the reward because um, he's been doing the same thing for about four or five years now. And that's not yeah. to say that it's not good, but if he wanted to do something drastically different, I could see why he would have wanted to go there. And so part of, me, part of me does wonder what a WWE run would have looked like for him. Now, could have dodged a bullet. Very that. <laughs> uh, I don't that's wanna, a misconception that people have been having this time too is that he didn't want to go to wwe and i think no, for a long time in his brain he wanted to go to wwe no he, he he's talked about it more than once when he was on renee's podcast she asked him about it and yeah. russ said outright that he went and started training to be a wrestler after he went to wrestlemania um right so no, I, I do think a part of him would have liked to go in there. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think he was leaving his options open, but if he had the chance, I think he would have gone there. Um, WrestleMania, man, it's still a thing for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, a lot it of, a lot of wrestlers still, still see that as the ultimate stage to go to. It's the biggest mm-hmm. it's the biggest stage to go to in your profession. Um, right. But yeah. I, I, I do think AEW is a good spot for him for a lot of reasons as well. I think that, like I said, he's got plenty of storylines he can jump into immediately there. He could still uh, do some stuff with New Japan if he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I think that, you know, he's got a core audience that already knows him, not just because that audience is familiar with New Japan, but because he showed up there before. Right. Um, so I think that there are a lot of good reasons for him to go there. I hope that uh, he doesn't get lost in a shuffle. That was kind of my worry um, with him going there. That is a worry. I, because um, you're leaving a spot where you were still in the main event scene. You were mm-hmm. just IWGP World Heavyweight Champion at the beginning yep. of this year. Uh, do I think that he's going to be in a world title pitch with AEW anytime soon? No, I don't. Oh, somebody not sent me this. Not good. Sorry, sorry, keep going. Um, sorry. No, I was going to say, that's, uh, not, no, that's, not, that's not to say that he's not good enough, but mm-hmm. I just think with where the title scene is right now, I don't see him being spotted in any any time soon. Right. Uh, Somebody sent me a Tony Khan tweet that I apparently missed from a week ago uh, where he did say that... Oh, and it was from the night of Supercard of Honor 
that the match for the Briscoes was supposed to be the Lucha Bros. Oh, I see. That makes okay. sense. Okay, that so, does make sense. There, there's the answer to that question. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, that that uh that matchup last night was weird of uh, Hobbs and QT versus the Lucha Bros. Yeah. But it was a fun match. Um, mm. I, I can't be too upset. Yeah. You know, for a card that I saw it and I thought, oh, they're kind of punting on this Battle of the Belt yeah. show. Um, mm-hmm. Especially for being a live show, yeah, I hear it was fun. Um, yeah, it was, it was kind of a passable show, but it was we fun just got a the, the Battle of the Belts just to call it the Battle of the Belts, and we know nobody's going to lose their belts. I don't know if I'm super into the concept. Yeah, I'd rather they just be two hour rampages. That's but... it. Just say that. <laughs> but it's because that is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they kicked off some cool stuff. Like um, I heard that the thing I want to go watch is. I heard um, Julia Hart and Anna Jay actually had a really good match. Ah, yeah, the, um, the, from Rampage. From mm. Rampage, yeah, and then it led into Orange Cassidy um, having his title defense, and apparently they're gonna do Orange Cassidy versus Buddy. They are. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I thought uh, Darby versus Lee was also good from Rampage. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched like thirty minutes of it before I finally passed out, and I liked. I got to swerve and the embassy and hmm. Brian Cage murdering Darby Allen. My God, Darby <laughs> taking that that F five like a crazy. maniac, mm-hmm. insane. Absolutely. Yeah, no. That this is this should be good. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I the embassy I think was the right one. I think yeah, that, I like it. Uh, uh, I think that's a good pick. And I know some people are saying they wanted to see Shane Taylor promotions, but look, Shane Taylor, I think is getting over as a face right now. And I think that Shane Taylor promotion should kind of focus on going with what works and play up the history. Keep, keep them with Keith. And then, like I said, having a little bit of, uh, again, you have Khan there who, uh, if you go with the rivalry, there's, Places to go there. But uh, D'Lo yeah. says, um, Cole with the generico shout out. Uh, man, he was in his bag. Uh, Aaron Busby says, I think we need to call KO Mr. Night One. That's a good name for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orion Ben says, who is more outside, uh, Cam or Phil? Uh, no offense, Phil, but Cam. Cam was out. That was Seahawk. Seahawk Seahawk definitely tried to hit me with that. I'm trying to get like you. And I was like, bro, you were on stage with Wale. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Come on, Cam. I've seen Cam a bunch of times. Um, Couldn't be more happy for him and everything he's getting to do. Um, Mm -hmm. I've seen him a bunch of times during WrestleMania weekend. And one of the times I saw him heading into the press box um, when I got there, and I was looking at his past, and I was looking at my my media credentials. I was like, <laughs> "Now your your past doesn't look like mine. Yours gives different. you a different doors than I get in. Uh, different passes, definitely different passes." Uh, uh, no, no, there's no no competition with him ever. I think what he's doing is is great. Um, yeah, I agree. And it was it was it was really good to see him out thriving during WrestleMania weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Jake Salazar says, according to Alfred, I guess Cody is a held down black man. What y'all's thoughts? I ain't thinking about none of that. Um, <laughs> we don't pay attention to his takes on the show. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the Aftermath you. Pro Wrestling Podcast says, hey, well, hope the house situation is improving. Well, uh, I've had fans running to dry out the water for three days now. And I just had to turn them off for this show because they're loud as fuck. Um, like, literally, my house has just been humming for three days. And 
Uh, so as soon as the show's over, I got to turn them back on. How sounding like Kid Cudi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Burn Knuckle says, am I the only one vibing to the Guns Mini Men entrance? Not, yeah, it's good you're entrance. the only no. one. No, we hate it here. Oh, y'all, y'all didn't hate it? Just me? Uh, yes, I boy says, <laughs> looking forward to negative one beating Roman for the titles. Yeah, you'll probably be 18 by the time this happens. <laughs> Uh, Eloquent says, am I the only person who doesn't hate Finley as Bullet Club leader? He's no Jay White, but he deserves a chance to cook. Also, I wanted Kenta to lead. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm not with Finley. As not in it. And yeah. I, 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 think, I think he's going to get booted eventually. Yeah. Not for me. I like Kenta, though. Yeah, come on. Uh, Kenta, Kenta versus Sam Punk should be the move mm. eventually. And we just kind of answer this for the prediction from Robert Aquatic predictions for all in main event. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think Jamie Hader, I would do Jamie versus Britt. I know that mm-hmm. uh, Soraya is probably going to have a big presence at that show because she's, um, she's Soraya and she's mm-hmm. also from the yeah. UK. So like she should be there and she yeah, should have a spot on the card. I don't know if I would give her that match though. Do a big cool uh, six woman match with Dalcast versus a uh, team of. Yeah. And play that off. Something. Five Star says, what's up, guys? What do you think about aligning Swerve with Scorpio Sky? Or would you like to see them wrestle against each other? Against, um, I against. think they're too, they're too different to align. Way different. Yeah, they, they're not in the same oh, vibe. Get, get Scorpio and Ethan back together. That's mm-hmm. my thoughts. Yes, now that they don't have Dan Lambert agreed. Yeah, get, get men of the year back together. Yes. Grim says, shout out, Grapsity. Y'all stay killing it. Shout out to that little girl who lost her mom. She's really brave. I agree. Um, I think that that was uh, that made me want to cry on uh, when I heard about that during the post show. Yeah, um, for context, if people don't know, one of the one of the little girls in uh, Bianca's entrance, her mother passed away, and she still did the performance anyway. Um, like that day, right? Passed away yeah. that day. Yeah, yeah, it was that day, um, and yeah, really horrible. But um, Fuck, what a man. moment for her. Um, Hopefully, uh, she's doing well, and she had a great WrestleMania weekend. Uh, Trust the Process 34 says, In what ways could you see WWE try to sabotage the all-in show? Counter-program NXT show or something more? Um, They're definitely going to counter-program at minimum. Counter-program at NXT shows is bizarre because, like, what are you going to do? NXT, like, NXT going up against Double or Nothing at the same time. Um and I know that WWE is going to attempt to do the thing of pulling in wrestling media, right? Like they've already said, Shawn Michaels said, I, you know, I want more wrestling media at these shows. Um, and so, of course, how do you divide wrestling media going to Double or Nothing or going to um, uh, NXT? What, what show is that? Battleground? Uh, Where is it at? It's like in uh, Salisbury, Maryland. No, or uh, it is Lowell, Massachusetts. <laughs> Lowell, Massachusetts, the same place. I don't think it's the same arena, but the same place that Death Before Dishonor was last year. Do you want to go to Vegas and have a good time Memorial Weekend at uh, AEW, or do you want to go to Lowell? Oh, yeah. Look, I'm not going to lie. Like We're talking about this trip, which is a work trip, double or nothing. But yesterday we were having conversations about it, and we're like, all right, let's make sure this place we get has a hot tub. And <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna have a good time. It's Vegas. Right? <laughs> right. What, what are you and T trying to get into? What, what but, else? Like, yeah, I'm like, what? And like, uh, you know, it's also uh, Cher Delaware's birthday that weekend. So we're like, all right, what other? Yeah, we're like, all right, what other shenanigans are we getting into? 
Y'all trying to make me I don't know, what, I don't know what y'all talking about. High tub? I don't know if I'm heading where y'all room at. <laughs> I, on the other hand, will be right there. That sounds like a great time. Who else? Are, who, who all going to be there? <laughs> who all going to be there? It's hilarious. Nah. Nah. Uh, like, no, it's, that was this saying, is Vegas. What FDR did is hilarious. When FDR was like, who all going to be there? Oh, Vince did? Nah. 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 <laughs> Nah, I will say uh, the jokes were good as far as the FTI or FTR stuff was concerned. Shane Monster says Monet versus Mayu, two ragdoll physics bumpers. Something hilariously wild is going to happen. Hope yes. Stardom gets English commentary sorted for that pay per view, though. Um, yeah, very much looking forward to that that uh, match. Uh, I want Mayu to have her moment because, you know, she was this close to being the first IWGP Women's Champion. So um, I think she's going to come out and uh, have a great performance this time around. Um, I think this could possibly outdo the Kyrie match. Um, I don't think that's a stretch just based on who Mayu is. Um, yep. Looking forward to that match. Uh, try to outdo that match. Tony oh, P yeah. says, I meant TK is about to start laying the training wheels off the women um, finally on the cutoff oh. chat. Oh, okay. I got what you meant okay. now, Tony. Thank you. Um, appreciate you. The uh, still just going through chats, trying to get as many of these as I can. I don't want to miss anybody's shout out. Smiley saying, Afternoon, boys. Last night, West Coast Pro show was amazing. Reggie, buy me a ticket to LA. Love you guys. <laughs> okay, Tracy, here's your ticket to LA. <laughs> what do you think I made out of money? You think I'm Mr. Money Bucks? Love you, friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out, Tracy. Uh, I've been seeing Tracy at shows. We haven't seen her recently. Yes, she's gonna be at some WWE SummerSlam or some uh, <laughs> Detroit WWE yeah. SummerSlam. I, mean, I will not be in Detroit because uh, Mike. It's the weekend of the cruise I'm going on, and it was either go to Detroit or go chill on an island. Yeah, you don't want to go to Detroit. Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to Detroit? <laughs> Gracie's like, you're coming. I'm like to Detroit. Look, look. I mean, look. I've been to Detroit. I live in Oakland. Look, I, I. I lived in Detroit for a while. Oh, on vacation, um, not the same thing I see every day. My daughter was born at University of Michigan Hospital in Ar- in Ann Arbor. Um, like I, I, I love it, but also because I love it, it's it's I love it because I know it, and because I know it, that's not a place I want to go for fun. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shout out to uh, all the homies in Detroit, though. Like, yeah, shout out Detroit. Um, that shit out there. Kyrian says, Roman's championship reign is just Triple H reign of error 2.0. Hey, at least that had pauses. Um, you know, uh, Triple H's reign of terror went on, but, like, he lost the belt for a month here, a month there. Roman ain't losing. It, it's it's basically the, the the Brock reign all over again. Yeah. That's basically uh, Rovan sent one in. Thank you. Jake Salazar says, I said Roman was winning as a joke, but when he actually won, I was howling. Like, legit started coughing. I was laughing so hard. There's some sickos yeah, out I, there. I just, I just kind of looked around, like that reaction in the Seahawk uh, video where he was like, "That was legitimately my reaction." I just was like, "Well, guess I'm gonna head back to this hotel." What are we getting into tonight? Uh, we in and out. Uh, this sounds good. <laughs> Burgers, yeah. Let's let's do that. Mac from BK. Love Max says, uh, Cody should have finished his story. Glad Sonata got to finish his. And Chi-Town Phil speaking bad about Chicago basketball legend is nasty work. That was a nasty work. Who's the nasty work? Him or Isaiah? He he has made a point to claim Detroit. He'll he'll claim Chicago when he feels like it sometimes. But he made his choice, man. 
And again, <laughs> I, I said he's one of the best players to come out of Chicago. I always give his credit him his credit as a basketball player. Him as a person, not so much. Nah, he said he said Mike got to check in with him and Chief Keith when he come to Chicago, bro. When he <laughs> when he tried to tell that lie that he made it safe for him out here, I was like, yo, he got to stop this capping, bro. It, 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 it's it's really a sickness at this point, bro. Mm-hmm. He got to stop it, man. L A B Glass says, "I take a recycled HBK storyline than the shit we're dealt with, or we were dealt." Um, I mean, maybe. Um. I think of uh, speaking of which, they turned yeah. Braun Breaker heel this week, and I thought that was very necessary uh, for a number of reasons. Yesterday, I was at uh, at Lucha Libre and Laughs. The first thing that they did at the show to kick the show off, they're like, "Hey, everybody, can we get a fuck Rick Steiner on three? One, two, right. three. Yeah. And everybody starts saying, "Fuck Rick Steiner." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well so, deserved. Uh, yeah, but then, definitely. so there's that. There's there's the bad press, but then also just. Um, just his character. I, said, I just said Braun's not ready as a babyface yeah. to go up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to kind of do a little bit of exploration of who he is and what he's mm-hmm. what he is. And I think turning him heel. By the way, I didn't know people didn't know that production rule when I tweeted that on Wednesday. I tweeted that there's a production rule that WWE has, which is that, and it's been in place since about 2002. There's a few times that they haven't done it in like 04 ish, but I feel like once the production really became refined around like 07, it was set. But it's uh, a strict, like Kevin Dunn, Vince McMahon rule, which is you never play music after a heel turn. If somebody turns heel, silence. You do not play their theme music. Like, Tony doesn't have that rule. Um, And I've noticed that in, like, Samoa Joe turned heel, but then his music started playing. (laughs) Um, Ruby Soho turned heel and her music played, and I thought that was a mistake because her theme music's too upbeat for that. People like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, But it is a strict WWE rule, which is when somebody turns... You let it sit. You don't play their music. You don't. Uh, you just let the audience's booze resonate. And sometimes that hasn't worked. By the way, they've had people turn. Like I remember when Ryback turned, but the crowd was cheering because he's beating up John Cena. Yeah. And <laughs> and I thought, and people were like, "Was that really a turn?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, there was no music there. That's a turn, but it wasn't supposed to be." <laughs> Wake up! Can we got yeah. a Ryback reference on our show? It's crazy out here. Uh, but yeah, because this Monday on Raw was a good example. They didn't when Brock was done with Cody. You didn't hear. Doo, doo, mm-hmm. doo, doo. Nope, mm-hmm. it was and he beat him and beat him <laughs> and beat him. Alvarez and is going beat nuts. him. Alvarez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that is a an absolute rule in production though. WWE production. They will never play music after a heel turn. No song. And if they do play music, it's not a turn. That's just a babyface attacking a somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's happened plenty of times. Uh, and so that's the way you're supposed to look at that. Yeah, uh, I, we got enough. When, when you really think about it now, too, like Cody losing and then proceeding to be just beaten and humiliated the next Monday, it's just like, what are you guys doing, man? Like, what were you thinking, man? That's insane. Steph the writer says, and they clearly don't want Gunther to lose. So what do these guys have to fight for? Yeah, oh, yeah we didn't talk about the uh, after the Drew McIntyre. The the homies had a five star match. Five star, way best match I saw this it, weekend. It was weekend. worth every penny of it. Those boys uh-huh. were scrapping. Yeah, yes. Gunther's getting it in, but I think there's also a clear direction they're going with Gunther. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Sheamus is the guy to beat him um, because it seems like they've been building up this this ongoing threat between them for his entire reign. Um, 
there's an accolade that Gunther's about to hit that I saw online that I'm guessing. Yeah, probably so, too, but so. I, I, I could see Seamus being the guy to beat him. If not, yeah, it's, it feels like that's where this story has been leading for a while now that Seamus will be the one. So, yeah, and, and Gunther's got to be in the world title uh, hunt, right? Yeah, if not, I, I feel like there's, there's money in, in turning Drew Heel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. Either way, I thought that WrestleMania match was really good. One of the best matches of the weekend. And apparently they pulled Drew from SmackDown yesterday. Or not pulled, but like something's going on. That's also speculation. of He yeah, still has so nine what, months, you guys. Don't forget. And Wade Keller, who's, who tends to be pretty on the ball with this stuff, said that uh, um, he basically said that the there's some unhappiness with Drew's creative and mm-hmm. the money offered. So we'll, we'll see. Mm. Yep. Uh, and we also got uh, Jose Flores says Roman could be Cole's. Damn you, Triple H! Damn you, go to hell! Like I, I know that's we should be having uh, seeing more hatred toward Roman on the show mm. for how much of a hostage, how much he's held the titles hostage, and yes. the fact that we don't see that I think is a little. But weird. instead, they're all just acknowledging him. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, if if you want to go with uh, what you just said about Drew. Drew is one of the few people in the company that's like, yeah, I'm ready for y'all to put those titles up. Yeah, mm-hmm. if anybody. He, he's one of the few people that's actually come out and said that publicly, so mm-hmm. take that how you will. Uh, let's see. We... Uh, let's see. Lap Glass just sent us a super chat. Appreciate that. Jose Flores says, Finley being Bullet Club leader is like watching someone play Bullet Club leader. The that's dude just doesn't have the aura to be a leader kind of mm-hmm. dorky. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have it, and then on top of it, uh, I think we're used to Bullet Club leaders coming in and immediately having success and proving yeah. why they're at the top. He right. came straight in and lost. He came straight in and lost the New Japan Cup. So, yeah. no, it just doesn't feel like it's him. That's not the way of a leader. Albert Pont says, so glad to see the men's tag titles finally off the bloodline and actually being defended. Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, well. <laughs> TK needs to sign Billy Starks. I mean, it sounds like they're probably on track for that. Yeah. Um, especially the way she was used on TV. She got um, she was supposed to do an appearance and she got pulled from it to do yeah. the show. So uh Amber saying, Are you guys coming to Wembley for all in? I wish, but um I I'll, I'll be at all out the next week. But Are you guys you like Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> Brought it right back, baby. It right back. Love it. Gotham guy says, I actually like Sammy's promo about MJF. He made good points. It's just a shame that it fell on deaf ears. Then again, he was in MJF's hometown. I thought it went on too long. I had yeah. that rap. Uh, you know, I was like hitting the wrap it up box. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrap wanted it up, B. <laughs> wrap that gavel up, B. No, um, <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> uh, I wanted. Uh, I think he could have made those same points in less words. Yeah, and uh, less is more with certain yeah. promos, and I, I think he should have. Mm, I don't like it. I I, I think it was I'd like the I think it was the pauses for me because he'd make a point and then he'd sit there for a while and it looked like he was waiting for a reaction. And then when the reaction didn't come, he looked kind of like confused and then he jumped back <laughs> into the promo. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't good, man. Yeah. Worst, like, promo, not, of the week, worst promo of the week, though, was definitely Claudio on ROH. Oh my God. Don't let this guy talk if that's what he's going to do. They sent him out there without any idea. They're like, well, who's your next opponent? Who do you want your next opponent to be, Claudio? And he didn't have any idea. <laughs> he was just like, uh, anybody with the honor. It's like, if you're going to tell this guy to do a promo, 
give him some fucking direction. You guys. well, yeah, because the stuff he did with Eddie was great, but that's yeah, yeah. With direction, yeah, yeah. So I didn't see Ring of Honor this week, but um, I'll get a chance to watch it. Uh, Van Twinblood said, "I just saw the video of SRS and Shaza. <laughs> uh, so many haters on Twitter on the Twitter machine, and Sean just out there street sweeping in the replies." Uh, Jack Gator, I would have used that word, but all right. Um, <laughs> he said, "Went to SmackDown last night and defied tonight. Excited for Swerve Wayne two was my match of the year 2022. Will we see a new champ crowned or WrestleMania Night two part two? <laughs> I think Wayne's gonna win. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll be uh, WrestleMania part two part two tonight. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you never know. Yeah, or do I, I? I feel like Wayne's gonna win. Yeah." Uh, let's see. Johnny says, uh, best match and pay-per-view so far this year. Um, best match this year, I think, is still Kenny and Osprey. I have yeah. to okay. uh, see a match as good as that this year. Um, um, and best pay-per-view this year. I liked Revolution. I liked Revolution. Um, but I also like WrestleMania Night 1. Uh, so I've had a great... Look, I am not complaining right now. I am eating mm-hmm. good as a wrestling fan. Straight up. Um, but right yeah. now, my match of the year is still Kenny and Kenny and Osprey. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Kenny and Osprey. To um, I, I guess, in order to be a little bit different, you could throw the triple threat from WrestleMania up there. I think that match was really good. And uh, just for my spot food little brain, Bakingo and Commander, just because I was there live, like I'd probably <laughs> say that because a hey, yo. Uh, let's see. Anime Otaku said, speaking of Jamie versus Soraya, um, I want to see them do Asuka versus EO promo with them being English as English as possible. Yes, that yeah. would be very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my, my dream of them doing that match is slowly drifting away because I don't know what they're doing with Asuka. Don't know what they're doing with EO either. I just don't know what that company. I, I don't know. Jason PS3, that is some dedication to that console, <laughs> says, uh, when it comes to the draft, it seems that couples will always stick together. So if Becky moves, Seth moves too. I don't think either would move in this case. Uh, I think they're both, I mean, who knows? Uh, I didn't yeah. think Bianca would leave SmackDown, and then they moved her from SmackDown, and she's been on Raw even longer. Right. Yeah, Seth, is, uh, Seth has been a Raw guy for a long time. He was briefly on SmackDown. And you saw they how, moved him right back. Yeah, that, that <laughs> didn't last very long at all. Um, he, he's kind of always been a raw guy for, for his career, so mm. I don't see him going up anywhere. until 2021. He was like the only person who had never traded brands. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like the guy, everybody else had been swapped at some point, but Seth Rollins was raw. And then 2021, they swapped him, or no, that was 2020, they swapped him in 2021, mm-hmm. they moved him right back, and yeah. hasn't been moved since. Uh, Eloquent says, what happened to Tegan Knox? Look, you can ask that question Great about question. everybody they brought back. <laughs> Great question. Who knows? Yeah. Nobody was on SmackDown last night that they brought back. Mm. Yeah. The, the, the thing that the biggest head scratcher for me is Gargano because I just yeah. I, I just don't understand how they're booking this guy right now. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. I understand. Marcus Can Ryan says... <laughs> Marcus Ryan says, Aussie Open versus FTR, book at TK. I mean, yeah. look, I think um, Aussie Open and Grizzled Young Veterans are two guys that Tony Khan needs to be looking at. Grizzled I know Grizzled Young, Young Veterans, yeah. didn't, they requested their release. Uh, it hasn't been granted um, mm-hmm. as as far as we know. They um, said, they were, nah, bro, go beyond level up. Yeah, they wrestled level yeah, up this week. but I, uh, I, I, I don't watch NXT, so that's not one of those things I try to harp on, but... 
turning Zach Gibson into that is disgusting. When Zach That's Gibson crazy. first came in and he yeah. was cutting those promos and the reactions he was getting, the if you hate Gibson shoes off and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you ruin this? This guy was in the he was in the picture to be NXT UK World Champion at one point. It, this is what you got him doing this this goofy, spooky gimmick with Gacy. It's just not good. I'm sorry. It's just not I also good. have an idea on why that's happening, but you know, yeah, the, the, those two guys are too good for that that stable. I'm sorry, and they were a great tag team. I don't know why they're there, and so if that's part of the reason why they want to leave because of the creative, I totally get it. Right. Uh, Derek Gordon says, I may be the only one, but I'm tired of the wrestler turns on their friend storyline. Tease it, maybe, but Jamie Britt should not turn on each other. Do something different. That could be a story. I can agree with that. I think that it is I think kind of they maybe might have moved past that being yeah. the hottest part of their little angle together. So I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they even need to do the turn anymore at this point. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a tired trope. We see it way too mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Let's see. Corey says, Massachusetts is home game for Mello. That's true. Um, oh, true. Ryan Ben six 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 says so. It's official. Uh, Dawkins called the Choo Choo Braun, uh, or killed the Choo Choo Braun. Killed the Choo Choo Braun. He did big hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wrestle Park says Jay White had a terrible debut. Bullet Club is lame. Um, uh, AEW Kat. needs more storylines, not meaningless matches. I mean, uh, do they not Thanks. have storylines going right now? Because I feel like between the pillar story and the big faction story, uh, they have stories going right now. I don't Thanks think for any your of them troll actually. money, bro. We'll take your troll money no, some more. No, honestly, on. like genuine. I don't feel like what matches this week do you find meaningless? G- genuine question. Um, yeah, but that, uh, that other super chat before that was also Cap. Um, he had a pretty yeah. good. He had a pretty good return and. Uh, I don't know. Bullet I Club. think the camera did miss. I would have rather the camera angle been on the stage, uh, and it didn't catch that. Yeah. Uh, well, regardless of what you think about Bullet Club at the moment, Bullet Club has more staying power than most stables. The fact that it's yeah. been around this long is a it's still going. And, and, and the amount of the amount of uh, like careers that it's reinvigorated. Like I don't know if people remember what Kenta was doing before he joined Bullet Club, and right. How, the New Japan crowd was not into him, and now it's night and day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I just I disagree with this idea that um, that stories and matches. I mean, that there's not stories being built right now because there's plenty oh, yeah. of them. But exactly. I also disagree with the idea. I fully disagree with this, and I will disagree with this in every regard. That every match needs a storyline. Fully yeah. f- disagree, with that, agree with that too. Um, mm-hmm. because there's no logic behind that idea. That um, if you were if you were heading up a sport, again, if we look at the logic of professional wrestling and look at it contextually within uh, the kayfabe realm, you have week-to-week football games, right? You don't necessarily go, well, the Seattle Seahawks are playing the... Uh, the Jets because they hate each other or because he said this about this guy backstage. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to have this football game. That doesn't make any sense. Um, at some point, yes, grudge matches exist. And I think ultimately when you get to pay-per-views, things along those lines, you typically want to have a reason. You either want to have a grudge or you want to have a title on the line, things along those lines. But on week-to-week TV, sometimes it's just a match. 
And the thing is, that happens all the time. That literally, we just saw what was it? Cody Rhodes versus Ludwig Kaiser. Like that was a match that had no story. It was just Cody Rhodes facing somebody, and that's okay. You and it was a good match. You can you can do that, and it can be done in lieu to other things. And I think that this idea that oh, why is this match happening? Like, stop asking that question. They'll answer that. Watch the match, and then you'll see it. Um, yeah. And I think that it's, uh, again, answering for uh, stealing Redmond's uh, statement here in the chat, saying sometimes the match itself can be the story. That's the story. Yes. Fully agree with that. Yeah. And not, not to not to rehash into Cody losing is stupid, but I think that's one of the other things that makes this weird is that weekly television was so exciting when Cody was, like, Coming out of Royal Rumble, and he had all that momentum. He was having good matches. He was coming out, and he was cutting good promos. It was just like a electric energy around the show that is just not there anymore. And I just really, I feel like this is really a bad decision, man. Like I don't know why they did this. Right. Like just continuing on the storytelling thing, and how I don't think people using the word storytelling know what they're talking about when they use no. it in this regard. Look, my favorite story-based episode of Monday Night Raw was from November 6, 2000. It is a very heavily story-based episode of the show. There's a thread that goes through the entire show that has an incredible ending that I think is one of the all-time greatest. Um, And it's the story... There's multiple story threads in that show that are not tied together, but by the end of the show, it all comes together as one thread. I think it's one of the best pieces of storytelling ever. Also on that show, The Undertaker faced Val Venus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, not every match, not everything. Hello, ladies. <laughs> not every single match on a show needs a storyline. And nobody was sitting around going, well, Undertaker Val Venus, what's the story? Mm-hmm. Nobody said that. Nobody mm-hmm. fucking yeah. cared. Go, go back and look at a lot of those cards from the Attitude Era. There were a lot of matches that just happened on those cards. Hell, of them yeah. matches did not have story. They're just throwing just them matches out. That... out Viscera and fucking Midian. It'll be fine. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> Again. It's like, cool. Stone Cold's going to come soon. Who cares? Yeah. I don't think every match needs a story. And at the same time, as long as the matches are leading to something, and that's because I think it's complete cap if somebody says that, well, there are matches in AEW that don't lead to stuff. Lies. Name, name one. That last week, yeah. name one that didn't lead to something or that wasn't a part of something else. Name this week. You, there's multiple oh. matches announced. And you can see, looking at those matches, what's leading to stuff. I think it's a horseshit argument. Right. Um, oh, my God. You just reminded me of something that happened this weekend because I said name them. And it got a huge pop. Um, <laughs> um I was in the press box with one Louis Dangor. I saw him twice this week, <laughs> twice over at WrestleMania weekend. And so I was walking around talking to random people. Um, uh, shout out to the, my homie uh, Alex McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Uh, had us on uh, Talk Sport before our podcast launched. Um, yep. And uh, I walk up and he was like, uh, he goes, yeah, what do you, like you could tell they were all looking at Louis like because he dropped a Louis take and uh, said Louis take was uh Never mind. I won't say what the take was. Um, <laughs> but that Louis take was bad, and, and my response to it was, what? Name him. And everybody just, like, popped at this, and so that's what mm-hmm. made me think about it. I, I won't put that take on here because I, I don't want to make it seem like we're, we're dunking on Louis here. I don't dislike Louis, man. No. Uh, but we got a bunch more to go, this though. Take, this take was bad. <laughs> 
We had a bunch more to go. Uh, Halabasana says, all in, return of Stadium Stampede, Mayhem, Fireworks, Ibushi. Um, I mean, we heard Kota Ibushi this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, no, Kota Ibushi said this week is where his ideal signing is, and that's where he wants to be. Um, so I think it's just a matter of making the right deal happen. It's ideal for us too, Kota. Pull up, AW. <laughs> Don't go to those other places. Come on, man. Um, lovers. We want it. Re- mm-hmm. Return of Stadium Stampede. That'd be the place to do it. I don't know if the feud can go that much longer, considering uh, it's it's in effect right now. It's hot right now, and we're still five months away from All In. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but there's a lot you can do. Uh, let's see. Uh, Black Phoenix Brand says, We focused a lot on who beats Roman and how that's jumped the shark, but there's still the question of who beats Jade. I think at this point, it's not as impressive uh, for... Damn it, it got cut off there. But I get what you're saying there. It's not um, imperative for... Uh, what? Or it's not imperative. It's not as imperative for... Um, and yeah, I get what you're kind of getting at there. Uh, I think if they are kind of holding off for Chris Statlander, that's... God, we're, she's almost been gone a year. Um and I we saw her. She was at, that. She was. I wish at, people would stop saying Chris Statlander. Let this woman that? heal. Every time somebody's like, "What about a belt?" Chris Statlander's going to be the one to, to be there. Why do you? Why are you saying that? Nobody knows that. That's just, she was at Revolution, by the way, and it was nice to see her. She was at the uh, the bowling uh, mm-hmm, yeah. uh, the uh, bowling event, and she was with best friends, and it was all really cool to see them all together again. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I enjoyed that. Uh, we yeah, got another I, one I think from. You still, oh. I was just gonna say, I think you still got to build the the person to beat Jamie, I mean not Jamie but Jade, because like I I I think the big difference with the Roman thing is you had somebody, you had the layup yeah. right there. You don't right. have a ready made person to put that belt on for Jade yet. Right. Um, I think I, I still think it's Willow to be honest. I think Willow, what is she zero and two against her now? But like mm-hmm. you could do a third times a charm type thing with her, right? Um. Wonga says, good day, Grap City crew. Uh, the three-way women's title match on New Japan was great. Shout out to my local right. fellas. Aussie Open on getting them belts, and hopefully uh, Fletcher's head is okay. Yeah, cut looked nasty. Uh, let's see. We got another one. D'Lo Diggs says, man, I don't know what made me more mad. The WWE booking of uh, Dallas pissing it down their leg the last two months. Bo Dallas? Dallas. I don't know. Uh, Jennifer said, "Love you, Jen. Sitting at an eye appointment, so can't uh, catch live. Hope, or yeah, hope you have an amazing show. Thank you, Jennifer. Always Thanks, appreciate Jennifer. you for the support. Mm-hmm. Um, no name says, Happy Saturday, Grab City Gents. What would, or what do you guys think of rappers like YNJ and Rio de Young OG? I don't know what any of those words are or those letters put who, together. YNJ. Yeah, I don't either. Sorry." Uh, <laughs> We're old over here. <laughs> uh, I know about you, Curtis no. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the first CDs I ever stole from my older brother. By the way, though, was Curtis mm-hmm. Blow, of course. Um, but uh, that it was Fresh Prince and Curtis Blow were the two CDs I stole from my older brother, mm-hmm. and because he's way older than me, that's the rap he grew up with, yeah. and. <laughs> Uh, I still think, by the way, DJ Jazz and Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Home Base, is a dope album. I just listened to it again on my most recent road trip. Very good album. Yeah. That I, was... I, yeah, I've never liked people that are like, um, 
Will is not a good rapper. Like I've never liked that take. I've always oh, yeah, I mean, no. stinky take. Opening track on the very album I just mentioned uh, shuts that down. The guy was so good of a rapper. They gave him a TV show. Like hey, you got to be something for that. Come on. I know, and like a TV show based off Benny Medina's life that like nobody associates with Benny Medina anymore. Like he's listed no. as executive producer and everything because it was actually his life. No, nobody cared but... about Benny. Will's told the story that Benny Medina came to him and was like, "Hey, listen, I want you to star in a show about my life. I grew up, you know, uh, I was uh, taken out of my my home and was put. You know, I had to live with my." rich family and that's how i grew up and i want to tell that story and you're gonna play me and they he was originally because i think benny said he was from south central la and they changed and moved to bel-air which makes way more sense yeah but will himself is from philly so they were like all right we'll switch like, that up philly. yeah <laughs> but yeah benny medina was from south central la and had to move in with his beverly hills family and shout out to yeah. bianca posting that uh bel-air and bel-air picture that, that was dope yeah. that's dope i like that dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, still um, a good show. I've been waiting for it to like drop in in quality. I'm waiting for there to be some kind of consequences in that show. I've seen every episode, and I'm like, there's like no consequence for anything here. Like you <laughs> think it's all gonna lead to something, and then you're like, nope. Well, it's like um, nothing with Hillary. I feel is going anywhere. It feels like uh, she just keeps like it seems like it's all kind of close in on her. And nope, she's fine. It all worked uh, out. It just hasn't happened yet, it's my guess. <laughs> I suppose. Also, I feel like Jackie in the original Fresh Prince, and granted, they never got to finish the Jackie story because Tyra Banks left the show, but I thought Jackie had brought such an interesting element to the original Fresh Prince. And for those who don't know Jackie's story, of course, it was that Jackie was from Philly. And of course, when Will got shipped off to live in Bel Air, Will never told her where she where he went, and she was a close friend of his. So when she showed up at uh, in college, and they happened to meet up with each other again, and she's like, "You left, you left, you never called, you never said a word." And so she was an interesting part of Will's story because she was like, uh, she was a part of his home story, and I thought that was an interesting element to add to the original Fresh Prince. And then Tyra Banks left. They introduced a character named Jackie to this season. Who has like none of that? It's just like, oh, here's just another character, and we're just gonna pop you with a nostalgia reference by calling her Jackie. And I'm like, yeah, but she has none of Jackie's elements that made her interesting to Will. Mm, uh, this is just a character named Jackie. And yeah. sometimes, like, it's a, it's a good show. I still like it, and I'm still like into like what's going on with Jeffrey and and all that. I think Phil's a good character. Um, Carlton's become way more endearing this season, but. Uh, yeah, I just feel like every episode I'm like, nothing happened. We didn't like do anything. We're just back where we started. There's no I consequences mean, in the show. Well, not to not to spoil it for people that have haven't seen it, but I feel like you saying there are no consequences. We just got an episode where consequences from the first season came back to haunt Carlton because that clip came back of him dancing the dancing the to Bobby Smurda in the locker room, popped back up and he got in trouble. Oh, I didn't see this episode, so ah, spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, that 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 would be a consequence. Okay, um, so Shout we'll see. I'm yeah. watching. Yeah, nah, he, nah, Carlton Maybe. was definitely wild in in the locker room dancing to, to Bobby's murder and with all the white folks. Yeah, yeah, no, was... he, he was wild. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. 
Hey, Grab City fam. Hope all is well with everyone. What was y'all's favorite match from WrestleMania night one and two? Also, how was that? Uh, how about that three-way last night um, at New Japan Sakura Genesis? Um, Mercedes, and it, it got cut off there. But, uh, oh, he says Mercedes is killing it over there. Um, yeah, night one, my match of the night for night one is the main event. And mm-hmm. night two was the triple threat. Mm-hmm. Both yeah. five stars. Ba- the two five-star matches. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. same for me. Um, I, oh, that's I right. Dave did five star both those matches. I just literally yep. named the matches he five star. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that because Dave said it. I felt yeah, that at the is. time. Don't <laughs> let him fool you guys. He's we knows what he did. Yeah, I wait for the observer to have my opinions. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I I do think, despite the build, that both the women's title matches were very good. They're yes. very good. Honestly, okay. I think uh, the women's like even though I don't think it needed the main event, I think it was very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because lots of times the match of the night doesn't main event. WrestleMania 21's match of the night was Kurt Angle versus uh, Shawn Michaels. It's not the main event, but it's still a phenomenal match. Yeah, Uh, Charlotte showed out. I mean, as much as Charlotte gets a lot of heat online, uh, Charlotte does perform um, usually. I didn't like the WrestleMania match last year, but most of her WrestleMania resume is good. Um, I think it is weird, though, that they keep doing this thing where, like, Charlotte loses and just disappears. And then, like, yeah. comes back and wins the title. Yes. That better not be the idea they have again is... Oh, I hope not. That'd be awful for Rhea if that's what's going to happen. Or Bianca. Shit, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Trey Cash says, what's good, fellas? This is AEW's best chance to gain ground on WWE. And Punk Elite Feud done right could do for AEW what NWO did for WCW. The roster is uh, finally... Uh, the roster at full health finally uh bring punk back um we'll see uh, i don't know what uh when that could be but i think they won't announce united center without him um that's just my gut feeling yeah uh, I, I agree let's see life of dean says happy saturday grab city i was in long island for AEW. it was an amazing show mm. the way i started laughing and rapping when many men came on definitely <laughs> made people <laughs> in my section uh look at me crazy you deserved it, Dean. <laughs> nah, I'm hoping you had a great time out there. Yeah, Look hope you had a good show. time. Uh, Joseph Snurk says, I feel like Charlotte's moment after the match with Rhea felt too much like Sasha's moment after her match with Bianca. It felt forced. I agree with that. Charlotte was trying to get her shit off, for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I would say it feels forced, but she's done this thing twice where she's like, ha, 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 you got me, kid. And it's like, mm-hmm. just, just, you could just sell the, the match, too, as well. That's right? it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Tobster says, Grab City, can we get a speculation from all three of you for a pack match at all in? Like I said, I, say, yeah. I said MJF. What do you guys think? Mm. Um, pack. Pack and all in. I could see him I, against. If, 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 if you're not going to run Kenny Osprey, Osprey versus Pack does sound really good. Mm-hmm. Osprey and Pack. I mean, we've already seen that match for uh, before. I mean, most people haven't seen it. It was it happened on an indie before, but um, I would love to see it there. I tweeted the other day. You guys think this is finally we when we get Zack Saber Jr. and Brian Danielson at all in? No, I think sense. we get. That. I, I mean, you think I would it say just go for Forbidden Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be Forbidden Door last year. I say just do it this year. But Brian oh, and Zack Saber in that stadium though. We've been waiting yeah. for this match for a long time. But I time. feel like because this is a strictly AEW promoted show, I think that they're going to want to do more AEW matchups. Gotcha. Yeah, um, 
versus uh well brian and pack then all right let's do it shit (laughs) that's a good one too yeah yeah i don't know but uh speaking of zach saber jr um i was not a huge fan of that uh new television belt it looks like a toaster it does it looks kind of like an old tv uh an old tv i see what they're going for i guess i don't know yeah i I, I was I, i was not a fan of that belt but it has produced some incredibly good matches. Like all yes. of the matches so far have been hidden. I thought the match last night with uh with Shota it does Lumino. look like a toaster. No, I like that. Yeah. I like the time limit thing. It adds an extra. Yeah, I, I I really like the concept of those uh, matches, and I think Zack Saber is doing really well with that stipulation. Mm-hmm. That match with Shota last night was really good, and it reminded me that Shota's on his way. He's he's he's, he's not there yet. It, it, there was a spot in that match where he did the Death Rider, and I was like. He's going to do it, and he just mm-hmm. it couldn't pull it out. But mm-hmm. it's coming. Uh, let, and fi- we got a couple more, and then we'll wrap. Uh, Shot Kid says, catching up on Soccer Genesis, and my God, Mercedes is a queen. Uh, fingers crossed we one day get Mercedes versus Kana. Can only imagine what those two would do without WWE constraints. Mm. Yes. I, I've yes. already told you. Get out of the company. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got... Another from Corey David says, do you see Finn or AJ in AEW? Not at this stage. No. Um, mm-hmm. I no, think I, AJ's. Yeah, I think AJ's wrapping it up. Uh, yeah. Same. And I mean, Finn at this point, Finn's in his 40s. I think Finn's comfortable. I don't see him going nowhere. Uh, Caden says, uh, Red, you the new leader of the gun ca- fan club? Come yes. on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Abstract Dogma says, do you guys have any thoughts on Melly Mel's take? No, we can't be listening to Melly Mel. He'd be wilding out here. He's an OG. He can speak on anything he wants. Just let him say it. I didn't see what he said. I'm sure he said something wild. Just just ignore. Plan ignore. Jake says, remember when the Goofy Goobers on Twitter thought Jay White was Uncle Damn Howdy? (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was People really thought that? Yeah, Some I saw, couple, could I saw be, a couple yeah. people saying that. I mean, that was one of those, like, shrug, like, you no one said, not a chance. Scott Scoop says, trying to get into AEW again. It's been solid, but I got turned off a while ago because sometimes it seemed petty. Any advice on getting back into it? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think that uh, the cool thing about wrestling is you can just kind of pick back up. Um, I don't necessarily see any of the, I guess, if if any of the pettiness bugged you. I haven't seen any of that lately. Like, uh, I haven't seen a WWE reference on TV lately. Depends, you on, say, what is, you, is depends on what you mean by petty. Yeah. I uh, mean, are, are you talking... Some of this uh, Thunder Rosa stuff is kind of... Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but you're actually also seeing that play out on All Access, which I watched this week. Um, you watched it. Yeah, I watched this week's show. And, I mean, this seemed like a Sammy Guevara redemption show remember like, i told you guys that this they're trying to make sammy guevara to be like the fucking hero in the show and i don't know if people are going to be <laughs> it definitely seemed like it work tony i don't think so yeah it definitely felt like uh a redemption arc for him and yeah. like everything like they showed him apologizing to eddie kingston which and... was <laughs> tv magic as fuck I tv you. magic <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, and Eddie Why are you guys setting up these scenarios, man? We don't believe you. We need more people. I mean, it is making me wonder, though, like, because I don't believe reality TV. And, like, yeah. I know 
having investigated all of this and talked to people, that the stuff that happened with Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston and all that backstage was legit. Yeah. But there's this reality TV piece of me that's like, or were you making an angle for a reality I'm show? <laughs> Every time they do something on the show, I'm like, oh, you guys are fooling us. Because even with the Thunder and Brit stuff, it's like, well, it looks like they're setting up for them to have a match again. Is that where this is all leading to? Like, is that mm-hmm. the end of the show? Is that the end of the season? The big reveal is I'm back. Thunder Rosa's back. So I'm like, oh, this is reality think, show. I think it's I think it's leading to them teaming up. That's yeah. Teaming I up. I think huh. I think Either- he's gonna join the homegrowns. Oh, okay. Either way, it is interesting. Uh, well, we got these last two, and then we got to go. But uh, <laughs> uh, I agree with the idea that everybody's saying Eddie on All Access makes it worth it. It does. Eddie yeah. is, like, the best part. Eddie Kingston totally. just showing his I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Corey David says, how about Seth and AEW? Also, opinion on Dragon Lee. Seth, maybe. That's a maybe I could see. Um, and I think, uh, I, I think Seth could work in AEW. But I think he's going to have to get over the company guy thing that a lot of AEW fans have hated him for for the last yeah. few years. Yeah. I think it's gonna that's gonna be a hard hump for him to get over. Um, let's see. And finally Anime Utaku says, Did you see who Dalton Castle had as boys on New Japan? I didn't. Was it? Didn't see No, it. I didn't. Somebody tell me in the chat real quick. We'll answer this right. and then we gotta go. Uh, answer in the chat, guys. Answer! Answer us! And Jake Salazar says, William Regal got to be sick right now. Love to see it. Look, I don't know what was up with Regal on uh, on Twitter this week. I know what was up with him. Nigel McGuinness got a motherfucking contract and came and did exactly what he thought he was going to be doing, but Nigel's doing it instead. Huh? <laughs> Nigel McGuinness. Oh, and he's saying it was, ta- he's saying it was uh, Tana and Taguchi um, as oh, okay. the boys. Okay. All right, folks. That is it for this edition of Grap City. Thank you for being here with us. I'll be back tomorrow podcasting on After the Week with Denise Salcedo. And then I'll be back on Thursday or on Wednesday with another edition of Day After Dynamite. Shout out this past week's show. It was, uh, the show did great numbers this week. And I had SP3 on. Um, but other than that, folks, any last words for you guys? Um, uh, see you next week. I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah. yeah. Stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop fighting over this Cody thing on Twitter. It's a dumb decision. Yeah. And it's okay to feel like it's a bad decision. It's okay if you like it, too. Stop fighting over it. It Yes. All right. Thank y'all. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.